interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Welcome to the Salt Report Podcast, where three of the internet's saltiest nerds dish out all their salt about video games, cosplay, movies, comics, and all things nerdy. I'm Jake, and I'm here with Kay. Hi. And Jesse. Yo. <laughs> Welcome to episode 53. How's everyone doing? I'm still <laughs> sick, but I'm oh, no. better now. <laughs> <laughs> I live, bitch. I lived, bitch. <laughs> I'm sitting here eating a whole pint of Arctic Zero because I have a migraine from the like fire shit in the sky. And I took my um, prescription grade migraine meds and my brain was still like, fuck you. So here I am. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I feel like we live, bitch is like our budborn motto. We yeah. get that on shirts. <laughs> We say it every time we should have died, but we didn't. Yeah, like, there'll be, like, a sliver of health left, and I'll be like, somehow, I live, bitch. (laughs) Oh, man. So, I guess we should get into our our episode, and uh, get into the sponsor in our hearts. Speed. 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 (laughs) So... While we were after we played uh, Bloodborne on Friday night, I showed Jesse my favorite Bloodborne video from a Let's Play that um, it was uh, two best friends play uh, Bloodborne, and it was infuriating because they were so slow and a little a little overly cautious. Um, oh wow! And so I was getting I got really frustrated, but somebody uh, took the video of them fighting an alien in the woods and called it Snailborn, and they slowed it down just a little bit, so they all sound like they're high off their asses. And they're just like, that's a alien. alien. <laughs> and at one point, um, the guy playing, uh, he has his axe extended, and he just says, speed, and shrinks it, and then he whiffs and misses the alien like three times in a row. Oh, wow. <laughs> and then his friend is like, Okay, you have to hit them, though. (laughs) (laughs) And then Kay said that to me on the stream, and I was dying. Yeah, on Saturday, it was all just us saying, speed, and you have to hit them, though. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, the video's called Snailborn. Check it out. Snailborn. Yeah, I'll put it in the show notes. It's infuriating, though, because he's so careful about fighting these fuck. Just hit them! Just hit them! You really have to be more aggressive um, in Bloodborne than you do in Dark Souls, and this guy was really used to Dark Souls, and he was playing it like Dark Souls, and it's like, no, you you have to get in there. Get in there. (laughs) Get in there and hit them. Gotta. That's the perfect time to spin it to win it. He does spin it to win it, and he misses. (laughs) That's what I hate when that happens. When you've got the perfect, especially when you actually have it lined up, and you're like, "This is gonna hit," and then the character either moves or something happens, and you just look like a hitbox goes weird, spinning hit a wall. (laughs) Yeah. You spin me, and I also feel like disoriented, especially with like Ludwig, because you're like, "Okay, I've got him." And it's like you're not really on He's top of it. He's so fast. Yeah. yeah. I definitely watched a thing where the person was like, you have to stay in front of him to get behind him. And they're not wrong. Because if you're just standing behind him, he, he like, just, it, you don't know where he went. Like, you have to be looking directly at him. It's so weird. Yeah. So, speed. 
Speed. Speed. <laughs> now I say that whenever I make my weapon short. I'm just like, speed. <laughs> nice. Well, let's jump into um, some pre-salt. The first thing I'm going to talk about, uh, and that's so I'm going to bring up a topic, but I'm not going to so much talk about it, but um, Bald Gascoigne is still oh doo-doo. God. Y'all are wrong. Jesse went and showed what college education looks like when you're in the arts. So I don't care who you are, lore hunter. I got uh, so but... tired of the of the gas <laughs> discourse that like Sean showed up to my to one of my uh, streams. I think it was the one on Friday night, and Friday, it had been yeah. going really crazy and um made a comment and i just lost my mind and was like if anybody starts bald coin discords in my chat i swear to god i'll ban your ass <laughs> yeah. and i was like don't try it she's the woman on the edge <laughs> yeah didn't you even say like i've got a taste for it last yeah screen. i got a taste for it last week when i had to mute somebody for making a shitty joke yeah, it's like the taste of blood i want to clarify I, I are you cursed dunce yeah, I want to clarify. I called that a joke because it was a bloodborne themed homophobic, uh, air sarcastic air quotes joke, and I muted him because it was still oh, shitty. Yeah. But I call it a joke because it was bloodborne themed, um, so it was just a bad one. Yeah. But yes, I muted him, yeah, so I've got my taste for it now. I will ban your ass. I will ban your ass. <laughs> yeah. So. No, that, I was that came literally gonna go to sleep, Jake. <laughs> and that fucking lore hunter video thing came up you dropped it in our fucking chat and i was so angry that i got up from my bed plugged in my tablet pulled up a picture of Gascoin, and fucking went through this fucking college education in the arts like to sh- prove that like there's no fucking way unless he has a donut cut as we've discussed yeah. that his hair would do that i'm just gonna it's say just- that they're just saving time on the model because he's always wearing the hat. Yeah. Yeah. Also, when his hat blasts off, he has plenty of hair when he's all wolfed out. It's all yeah. sticking yeah. up. I know, because I was... Oh, no. And then my stupid joke backfired. I was just like, there's no way, like, it's, you know, a cure for baldness. Obviously, he had a full head of hair. Otherwise, like, he would be, like like you said, like a, a hairless cat on the top of his head as a werewolf. But everybody's like, Jake found the cure. Apparently, B-Suit is the cure for male pattern baldness. I'm like, that wasn't the joke. The joke was he has hair in order to have hair. Oh, my God. Could you um, imagine him like a weird naked cat all wolfed out? Oh, like a yeah. werewolf that just doesn't have fur, but like everything else about them is distorted. <laughs> That's so gross. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, but I was just like, no. So, like, I just think it's just so weird that, like, I just got up with it. And it was, like, the joke that I made, like, prior on the week before um, when we were talking about. Or, no, on Friday the 13th, even, I think I made that joke of him being a hairless whatever. And then, like, I got all these follows from all the uh, – actually, most of them are friends of Ko. So, like, shout out to, like, Ko <laughs> and her, like, Bloodborne crew. But but everyone was like, I can't believe – like, I think one of them was the one that found the – I guess it was supposed to be a height comparison, and then all of a sudden everybody lost their shit because the model was bald. But um, I bet you, I love if, that you take, if I bet you if you look at Lady Maria, her model is also going to be bald. Yeah, uh, but like no one says anything. But yeah, so if you ain't gonna do it to Lady Maria, there's some there's some definite. 
prejudice going on here. I don't know what it is, but I'm going to find it and I'm going to yeah. kill it. <laughs> so as a side oh. as a side note though, uh sorry Jake to interrupt your free no, again. But that height comparison's really funny to me. Because, like, they've got all the, like, Gascoigne obviously is really tall, even when you summon him yeah. in the game. He's extraordinarily tall. And most of the models are, like, varying heights. And then there's Mikolash, who's itty-bitty. Yeah, <laughs> just, like, cage on, too. He's probably the completely Mikulash normal height. height. Like, I bet he's, he's probably, like... I... He's probably like a normal height for a, an adult man, but because every other man in Bloodborne is huge, he looks tiny. <laughs> but, yeah, so... I'm pretty much only bringing Bald Gascoigne up because um, I, I I don't know. I thought I was obviously being ridiculous, and obviously I was. But um, I, I, pay, I put as my stipulations that, like, one, JSF, uh, who's, like, one of the, like, top, like, lore hunter people for, like, Bloodborne, he was the first person to like it. So I'm like, boom, that solidifies it. It's It's canon because, you know, just joking around, like, he liked it. But then, like, I was like, if you want to dispute it, you have to do a rap battle against me. And sure enough, Sean, the lore hunter, did, like, a f- four or six bar b- rap battle against me, which was, like, super hilarious. I can't believe and, I um, was arguing with him, and then he followed me on Twitter. So, <laughs> that's true. He His commitment to the lore is so true <laughs> that he will take in opinions that are opposed to his. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think he kind of couldn't really argue with it when I'm like, it's a college, art college education. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I'm like, it's drawn out. You can't be like, well, like, I think he was like, oh, maybe because of their head bandages. I'm like, it doesn't work that way. Like, there's no I'm way. I'm like, that's not that. how hair works. Yeah. It I spent. Yeah. You can't like, just I, create hair where there is none. Yeah. I'm just thinking about fucking like that dancing, like, rabbit meme, right? Yes. And that one where she's yelling about how she went to, I spent seven years in art school learning perspective and shading and value for you to just, yeah, that's like one of my favorite parts. Cause it's just like, that's me. Like, don't, I'm like, you can talk about whatever you want with the lore, but I'm coming in like, I'm rolling in fucking like bloodborne style <laughs> to complain about this fucking model building shit and especially since like i've like tried to build models and i was like halfway through i was like fuck this shit this is not gonna be my job because i was like oh i'll just build models for foolish foolish young jesse <laughs> it's such a pit of fucking bitches one of my favorites is still um them trying to build the model for merida's hair in brave and like they had to invent shit to do her hair because like (laughs) they could not and then they would get her hair right and then break other parts of her model (laughs) tangled had a similar issue where like they were trying to figure out the physics of her hair and they're like i give the fuck up (laughs) yeah and see, that's the thing that I'm like, it's funny that y'all want to be cute and be like, he's bald. <laughs> but I'm like, no, you're wrong. It's a model. <laughs> like, 
don't you understand like and that was the thing too like in his video he brought up like oh well look at the detail on his head he's got like bumps and bruises and and stuff like that i'm like yeah because it's layers my dude like they're gonna do a skin layer and be detailed and then i'm pretty sure that miyazaki probably walked by and like hey dumbass i'm paying you to do this like cut it's okay to cut corners no one's gonna see his head (laughs) you know what i mean like or just maybe he just got frustrated like why am i gonna spend this much time on the top of his head that no one's gonna see yeah i mean they also don't have skin underneath their clothes because there's no reason for that so so yeah it's just kind of funny that like some of the lore stuff like it's like taken so like because it's like oh the doll has eyes on her eyes oh what are the lore implications and i'm like it could have just been them goofing on you because they knew y'all would take it too serious (laughs) well that's another thing but then they'll go ahead and ignore like the fabric like okay so like and people always yell at me for not like like not saving items but then i do save items and i read the description and they're like oh this is a super fine fabric right and like super expensive and then they're gonna turn around and tell me the doll outfit is the outfit that lady maria wore when she was in the clinic and i'm like bull fucking shit you are not gonna wear fine ass silks and shit that that if you like sell that doll set that's big ass cash by the way you are not gonna fucking wear that into that fucking research hall where there is blood and viscera and brain fluid and probably shit because like it looks like they just (laughs) let them shit themselves where they were and like she's clearly like they are talking about how she was holding their hands so she's like not that far away from them she's like right up on them i'm like no 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 no. this is some weird german fantasy that he's got going on there is absolutely (laughs) no fucking way and then like it's definitely one of those things that where they're like we're gonna reference her original outfit with this weird outfit that like we're gonna put on the doll and that's fair i think it's absolutely a reference but like to say that that's what she wore into the clinic, bullshit. I'm calling it right the fuck now. <laughs> and, like, you're gonna, and, like, and that doesn't take that much. You just read the description and look at the fabric. And I'm like, do y'all, do y'all need to go to fit them? Is that what needs to happen right now? You need, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, an education. So y'all ignore that, but you'll be like, well, there's bumps on the top of his head, so that means that he's yeah. actually bald. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. I dragged Jesse into the war. So, um, when will Jesse yeah, so I just war? think it's funny that someone was like, in good fun, was like, yo, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna meet all his stipulations and actually do a rap. Like, I honestly think that's like pretty awesome that he like did that. Cause like a lot of times you can just ask someone to like goof around and freestyle monster of the week and they get really scared and like, don't want to do it so i'm just like it's just all in fun it's not like anybody's gonna like judge you on it but the interesting thing is i'm wondering if jeremy is going to respond because he had made a tweet saying that like how do i write raps and uh people started ghostwriting for him and sending him beats because he's like i need to learn how to make beats i need to learn how to write and rap and so i'm like hmm i wonder if this is really gonna happen because I'm not going to go off on the lore master because I respect his courage to to uh, take on the challenge. But if Jeremy, but Jeremy. wants to step into the octagon, then, uh, then I'm going to be like, to <laughs> you exposed your ghost rider. Now you wish it was scrapped. Like, come oh. on. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get Jesse as my hype person. To- 
<laughs> you I'll need the hook for me. <laughs> I'm going to be the DJ Khaled that actually eats <laughs> pussy. <laughs> Oh I'm putting God. that on my business card. <laughs> DJ Khaled, but actually eats pussy. Oh, man. <laughs> Damn. Take that. <laughs> well, DJ Khaled, look in the mirror. You played yourself. <laughs> uh, okay, so there's that. And then um, my next beta pre-salt is I might actually get the Dark Souls remastered. Because I was able to do kind of like a little side job, and um, uh, the person was extremely generous and like tipped me, and I was like, "Whoa! Like this is far beyond uh, what we agreed upon." But thank you for being a wonderful human being, and I've actually got enough money that I I could buy. Cause I think it's like going to be forty bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, "Man, forty bucks isn't that much," but at the same time, I'm like, "You can do a lot with forty bucks." <laughs> Especially around bill time. Um, you can eat a lot of tacos for $40. <laughs> yeah. A lot of tacos. Especially if you go to Jack yeah. in the Box. Yeah. yeah. That's like a dollar, like a dollar a taco. Like, wait, they have that three for something. They get the three tacos now. Yeah. Yeah. Three for three. So if you want to get really sick, you can get a lot of tacos for $40. <laughs> <laughs> $40 worth of tacos. But, um, yeah. So I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Like. I guess I was going to bring it up in the, the salt, but I'm just like, if we all get it, then maybe I'll get it. But, um, yeah, but I'm kind of yeah. hyped that it, like at first I was like, oh, I don't think I'm going to. Um, and I wasn't really sure where we would be at because doesn't it come out like end of this week, next week, something like that. Pretty soon. Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, and so I was like, man, I'm like, are we just going to jump straight into Dark Souls <laughs> or are we going to finish Bloodborne or I don't know. But I've been really enjoying Budborn, like it's the most fun I've had. Uh, I enjoy playing it by myself the first time, but this has been like a way more fun experience. So I kind of want to do that in Dark Souls, but um, I mean, if you guys are up for it, I'd love to. Oh, I'm I'm totally up for it, but I am a little concerned about the logistics because it's harder to summon in Dark Souls. Um, because you have to be human, and so you need humanity, which is a bit scarcer. Than yeah, then Madman's yeah. knowledges, mm. but I'm down yeah. for it if we can manage it. All right. Yeah, so it should be interesting. Um, but yeah, and then um, I guess I'm gonna skip back up to uh, Deadpool two. Yeah. Uh, Deadpool. Like I actually like put the like baby. You're going to grandma's, and <laughs> baby and mommy are going out. I'm like I haven't watched a movie since Guardians of the Galaxy two. We want to go have, uh, go watch movies. So um, yeah, we went and watched Deadpool two, and uh, wow, wowie! I I really enjoyed it. Um, uh, I don't. I've always been a fan of like the whole Deadpool cable. Um, I think I tweeted <laughs> it like that's actually what got me into comics for sure was the. I like the whole, like, original Civil War run. I know not everybody's kind of, like, on the fence about it, but that event kind of really drew me in, especially the tie-ins, specifically the Cable and Deadpool tie-in. Like, I, I found it, like, so hilarious. I think so I hilarious. jumped in at Civil War too, actually. Like, the, yeah. the first Civil War, yeah. I, like, I think mm-hmm. that was where I felt, not on purpose, but I'm pretty sure that's, I was like, I'm going to read comics now. And then I walked yeah, in, like, and it's like that Donald Glover where he's holding the pizza and everything's on fire. That was- yeah, because <laughs> yeah. there was, there was some good stuff, but, like, you 
I don't know. I felt like I, you'd find a tie-in, and you're like, oh, there's hope. And so... Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I f- like, the Wolverine tie-in was really good, and then, like, Cable and Deadpool was the one that I'm like, I love these guys. Like, the way, like, <coughs> they're so funny. Like, Deadpool keep getting shot in the face with, like, Trank arrows was, like, my favorite part of that whole stupid run. Um, and, yeah, that's what, like, made me, like, a Deadpool fan, and then I went back and, you know, got all the essentials and started reading Daniel Way's run on it and everything like that. So seeing them together was, like, especially, like, when they would have, like, you know, those cinematic moments where they're all walking away from the explosion or... Yeah. Or whatever. I'm just, like, nerd tears. <laughs> like, nerd so tears. good. Okay, um, can we talk about, because, I, I mean, like, we can't talk about specifics here. But we are going to do a spoiler this. cast on yeah. Deadpool 2, by the way. But I'm going to keep my review very general for right now. But I think Zazzy Beats, like, I know people had, like, whatever doubts about her, but she played Domino so well. Like, yeah. so cute. Yeah, she's so cute. And it was, like, that, that kind of, like, I don't know why I'm here, but I'm going to find out, you know, kind yeah. of, like. Like I love like, that that first scene where they introduce her and she's like, "What's your power? I'm really lucky. That's not a power. Yeah, it is. And yeah, it like, is. Yeah. And he's like, she's so charming. I was instantly yeah. sold. Yeah, you're like instantly. You instantly love her, and then like mm-hmm. she is so goddamn lucky. Like I just, <laughs> it's so funny, and she's just so likable, and like. Then you she finds out why she answered the ad, and you're just like, oh, yeah. well, that makes a lot of sense. I don't know. Like, it gave the writers something to do that was, like, um, actually interesting, because it is hard to, like, when someone's power is just luck, like, how does that yeah. work? But it it actually they actually made it very cinematic and very cool yeah. and very fun, and she was so likable. And, like, mm-hmm. I just love how... Like, she walked in, and there's so much fucked up shit about Deadpool, and she's just like, <laughs> yeah, that's gross, but she's still there. Like, <laughs> Yeah. It's just, yeah, she did great. I almost wonder if that intro scene was the scene she read for, because I just remember Ryan Reynolds was, like, saying that they were reading together, and then right away turned to the writer, and was like, this is her, this is Domino. So this I almost Domino. wonder if that was the scene they, they, they that did. That would be but... a good one, yeah. 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 Um, cause yeah, like she, like everything that Ryan threw at her, she threw it right back just as hard. And so you're like, oh, this is, this is Domino for sure. Like, I definitely felt like she, and I, I know she doesn't read comics. So I think she probably went back and bought comics, mm-hmm. but it totally felt like this new Gail Simone run. Like the attitude yeah. felt like that first issue, whether she did or not, she definitely like was able to channel some Gail Simone on it. At least I felt like she did, but Oh boy, it was so good. I enjoyed it. I had a blast. Josh Brolin's um, Cable. Yeah, yes. he's so good. He's, he's so, so good. Really good. He sold it. He's like he's the a, seriousness that kind of balanced out the film. Yeah, he's the straight yeah. man character to uh, Ryan Reynolds's wacky yeah. ass Deadpool. Yeah. And like, man, he's just such a badass because he's like over fifty and he's shredded up. Like, I'm just like. I yeah, he worked out like for this movie. There are pictures online. <laughs> oh yeah, he like killed himself to get. I in hope shape. I look half that good at fifty. <laughs> right? Yeah. So I'm just like, damn. Like, um, just... I'm like, he doesn't have he doesn't have a beard. I can't be crushing on Cable like that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think you can. I think Ryan Reynolds was absolutely crushing on Josh. Oh Brolin. yeah. 
Like you can see, like their interviews together, like they're totally bromancing it up hard. Yeah. <laughs> um, the the one thing I will say is I wish there was more um, Negasonic and Yukio. Like, yeah, yeah, me too. It was just kind of like I wish there was. I want to see more of them. Marvel, please. Yeah, especially since they kind of yeah. like went out of their way to make Yukio really, really charming. Like, yeah. oh, can we talk like, about the joke? How- the joke was that Wade like instantly loves her and it's just like oh yes. yeah. <laughs> like so it's Hi, i'm disappointed they didn't yeah. have more of her Hi, because she you. was really charming yeah. yeah she was super charming <laughs> and then you're kind of like how how did this couple happen which i think wade even asks he's like how did this happen like no, yeah he's like what and and negasonic teenage warheads like she's my girlfriend you intolerant <laughs> ass he's like no i'm just yeah, surprised I that anyone think, would date you <laughs> uh, i think like negasonic's definitely a useless butch so it happened because yukio made it happen is my headcanon because <laughs> negasonic in the movies just screams useless butch like one of those butches who's like oh yeah she wears my jacket all the time and she wants to spend the night but i don't think she really likes me you know and you're like <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> so yeah. i but i definitely and also yukio's power was fucking dope like yeah there's just like one shot where you really get to see it and you're like um excuse me like the yeah. whoever choreographed this did a really good job and i was like i would like to see more of this I would have yeah. liked to see a lot more of other people's powers, but I guess, like, I also really imp- appreciate the casting of this film, because it could have really easily been a bunch of white people, because it was in the comics, but yeah. they, like, took a chance to be like, uh, what if uh, we just cast this person? Because I think they have the right personality for the, like, role, and I I appreciated yeah. that. Like, especially, like, even the kid, yeah. they went out of their way to, like, actually find a good kid to play this kid. Yeah. And his prison pocket. <laughs> we all oh, let God. you figure that out when you yeah. watch the movie. Listen to the spoiler cast. <laughs> Listen to the spoiler <laughs> cast and you'll find out what a prison pocket is yeah. if you don't already coming know. Soon. <laughs> coming soon. Yeah, coming soon. Prison yeah. pocket. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, and then, um... My last little bit, and hopefully this is a good segue into case pre-salt, was I got mad roasted on the Budborne <laughs> chat. <laughs> I didn't actually get to play, but I was like, I want to, you know, show support. And so it was kind of funny. Like, uh, my son actually was, like, watching a, a lot of it with me. So that was kind of cool. I don't think he knew what he was watching, but he was just like, man, we're watching this, I guess. Um, so he, like, snuggled up to me while I was, like, looking at my phone and I guess was like, the trolls will be there when I'm done. But, um, <laughs> yeah, first off, like, um, I guess I got like a, a compliment, but then slapped at the same time by oh Jesse. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody in the chat was like, you right though. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I said, uh, <laughs> he said that we're at a tactical advantage and disadvantage without Jake. We're at a tactical <laughs> advantage because nobody's fucking stepping on a billion traps. <laughs> and and like just like just going out there getting K killed. But we were at a disadvantage because we also didn't have Leroy Jenkins. Like yeah. like there's so many times And where- then K was like, that's a compliment and a backhanded slap. <laughs> like and then just in chat, I was like, wow, wow. Like, Cause I think O's. there's some times where even K and I like I, like 
um, Kay is really, really good at having a strategy, but sometimes, like, <laughs> I'll, like, Kay will be, like... You need a wild card. Yeah, sometimes Kay will be, like, I don't know what we should do here, and then Jake just fucking runs out there, and, and I'm, like... And he just does it. And just does it, and we're, like, okay, that was good, so, you know... I'm the Charlie Day of this group. <laughs> I'm, like, wild card, and I just run out there and do something. Every now and again, I would look over at the chat and just see Jake getting mercilessly dunked on. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, wow. <laughs> um, yeah, and then the one that like really cracked me up was when y'all were fighting um, Abriatus again. And they're like, and I really don't want to summon Damien. Damien. I really <laughs> don't want to summon Damien. And then I was just like, ha ha, Damien, the only character worse than me. And Alex was like, that's debatable. And I was like, boom, <laughs> like just bombs wow. exploding in the background. Just like, <laughs> yeah. The, that, was it, that was actually one of my favorite lines from Kay that night because <laughs> I was like, don't you want to summon Damien? And um, Kay was like, I don't want to look at him right now. And I <laughs> lost my mind. <laughs> oh, man. I don't it know was why so that good, was though. so funny. Yeah, I was, I was, I was having so, a good like, time in chat. Needlessly aggro towards this <laughs> bit of computer code. <laughs> I just He's like that we shitty... have like his whole lore set out for him, and like he he <laughs> didn't graduate like, from college, but he's still like he's trying to rep hard. School of Menses dropout. <laughs> yeah, he's still rocking his varsity Letterman jacket, even though like he never got to play a game and stuff. Drinking like PBR through a straw. <laughs> Because he never figured out how to get his cage off. (laughs) (laughs) He still hasn't figured it out. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's my pre-salt. All right. Well, I, too, saw Deadpool, too. But uh, we already talked about that. Um, I also saw Infinity War in the time since Mm. I was last on. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm (coughs) choking a little bit. (laughs) But, um... Yeah, I saw Infinity War. Um, it it sure was a movie that I watched. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I have a lot of problems with it that um, we will probably go over one day in a spoiler cast, but so I won't get into it here. But um, I'll, I will definitely be seeing part two when it comes out. Um, the And then, you know, Budborn. We did it twice this week because... Um, on Friday, we did Abriatus in my game, and then we did uh, Ludwig in both. And did we find anybody else that day? I don't, I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, we did. Uh, um, God, it was a lady, or like they were playing a lady. It was. Uh, oh, we fought the two NPC hunters. Yeah, but their God, what is their name? Um, it started with an S. Uh. I remember you. They, they, uh, yes, they, we did, we did have someone We did chalice up. diving. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's where Bob Brecker like... got an arrow to the head and was, like, fine, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that, like, blood echo one or whatever. That one looked rough. I, like, I just, I don't like chalice dungeons, so I got bored of it really fast. So I was kind of the one that was like, okay, let's do something else. Uh, but we gained a couple of levels, so there's that. Um, and then went on to fight Abriatus and Ludwig, um, with Confederate Lucina. Uh, thanks for that. And, um, 
then the next day I really, really wanted to go through the research hall. Um, so I convinced Jesse to join me. <laughs> um, you didn't have to convince me that hard. I was just like, yeah, yeah. let's do it. So do you want to play, do you want to play Budborn tonight? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we also do have Lawrence's skull. So we're prepared for that boss fight when we go back to it eventually. Um, we might do that before the fishing hamlet, but okay. I don't know. Did you that beat Maria in your great. game? Uh, no, we have to beat her in my game as well. Yeah, um, yeah the second She's night we did the research She's fine up until that hall. last point where it's like, the now third my phase blood is fire. The flaming blood, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm a bad friend, and I let Jesse believe that the living failure <laughs> is a thing. <laughs> She's like, oh, she let me believe I turned up my volume because I was ready to be real gay for Maria. And then yeah, like, she's like, I got to turn up my volume because I'm gay. And I'm just like, yep, yep. Um, and then you ready? living failures. What, why why are the living failures even there? Like, Worse than Mikolaj. There's no fucking point. Just let us walk the ten fucking steps from the end of the research hall to Maria's door. Like, It please. is such a lame boss fight. There's just I, no reason for it. And yeah, I know lore, blah blah. I don't care. <laughs> the game wouldn't really be all that different without the living failures boss fight in it. Like, it's just. Do we isn't know that what good. they were trying to do at the research hall? It's not like a fucking giant mystery question mark. Honestly, I think yeah, it probably would have been better if they just excised the living failures entirely because Simon's at the bottom telling you go climb to the top of the clock tower and kill Maria, and like yeah. it connects very nicely from bottom to top even without the look we have this failed experiment here like yeah we know you guys were screwing around with things you should not be screwing around with that's evident <laughs> from all the patients that are that are wandering the halls like you don't you don't really yeah. need this boss to be here but um yeah. we fought them and won easily first try uh especially since there were three of us but yeah. thanks confederate <laughs> scratch thanks confederate scratch for helping us and then after that we fought maria in uh jesse's game and it took us three tries, I think. It wasn't that bad. Yeah. I went and tried to do it myself, and then, like, I immediately had, like, <laughs> I regretted it as I, as she stood up. I was like, fuck, this is... I started panicking, gay I, fear. I read somewhere <laughs> that you actually have to go in the first time by yourself. Um, oh, but I'm not sure, because I've never actually attempted it. Like, when I played the game myself, I did, on my own, go in the first time by myself. I didn't, like, try to summon anybody, so... Um, but I read that somewhere, so maybe it's true. Um, and, yeah, we were talking before the, um, podcast about how the research hall is just, like, where it gets, they just start to go hard on the horror angle of the game, and it's yeah. just yeah. so scary and so intense compared to everything else that came before it, like, it's... it's interesting, because I, like, there's that part... I mean, everybody knows about this part because it's a huge lore thing, especially into Lady Maria. But, like, when you walk into that one room and the characters don't, they don't really attack you. They're just, like, screaming for help. And, like, I let them say whatever they were going to say. And then I, like, let them exhaust their dialogue and then killed them. And it's kind of weird because you're like, this is just a piece of code, right? And you're like, but, like, you feel obligated as your hunter to be like, ooh, these people, these people need to pass on. They need to leave this, this nightmare. They need to, like, escape. Like, you feel like you have to <laughs> help them go. And it's definitely the part in the game where, at least I feel, 
like, super angry about Bergenworth and the Healing Church. Like, it's just kind of one of those places where I'm just Uh, like... This one they specifically, like... Because the Healing Church and Bergenworth kind of, like... And, like, the upper cathedral, the choir, kind of are offshoots. And this... This DLC is basically Bergenworth's fault, for the most part. Especially when you get to the Fishing Hamlet, they actually... Like, there's that NPC there that's cursing Bergenworth. Um... So, for sure, like, fuck those guys, honestly. (laughs) But it's also interesting that uh, when you enter the nightmare, you hear that curse in that voice. Yeah. That's, like, specifically hunter-related. And basically, like... Curse the fiends, their children, too. Yeah. Yeah, that... And you you get the idea that, okay, the hunter's nightmare, or the hunter's dream is more like a curse than anything and like just the fact that when you get to the first lantern there's that dude hanging upside down and what's like clearly the bold hunter's mark i'm like this is a rune k and k's like yes it's the bold hunter's mark and i'm like thank you k um (laughs) (laughs) tell him about the lore k um yeah no i made i made jesse go out i'm like okay walk as far off the path as you dare into the water right before you get to the drop off and look over the edge and tell me what you see yeah, and to look at Jesse's like what the fuck yeah <laughs> you think that's where the slug came from you think it yeah that is from... where the slug came from for sure like yeah, 100% just... that's what they're trying to do especially like I pointed out that one of the NPCs in that room you were just talking about specifically says don't let me drown like yeah it's they kind of build it up surprisingly well but you're not going to pick up on the clues the first time you're playing the game yeah because i remember the first time i went out that door and there was an npc saying drip drop slip slop i was like what the fuck are you talking about and then i realized it's water because a lake because fucking the fishing hamlet and like my brain just started to like pepe sylvia map and like it all started (laughs) to make sense but because like the first time I was like, what the fuck does this mean? And like my brain just writes it off as oh, this guy's fucking lost it. And then later <sighs> you realize they they're hearing water. Like the description of the brain fluid says they're hearing water, because like water in the cosmos or whatever. But then you're like, oh my god, it all is starting to make sense. <laughs> Which I think there is no Pepe Sylvia. <laughs> there is no Pepe Sylvia. Yeah, and like I was telling Kay, like I I went to try and a. Uh, I still gotta make the Damien comic, but I went to try and make, like, a comic about this run, and while we had, like, a lot of laughs, um, I think, like, there's just no funny business about the research hall, because, like, it just, like, I feel like this is the point, like, we were talking about this before the podcast, and Kay's like, we should probably talk about this while we're recording, and I'm like, yeah, (laughs) fucking genius. Um, This is the part where I think it's really clever that your character can't remember anything because otherwise why would they even do this like there's just there's just no like i feel like even bum wrecker who has somehow become an idiot um you always walk into creating your video game characters to make them badasses and at, by the end of it they're dumb it's like D um <laughs> but like i think at this point like, she'd just be like this is so fucked up and like why am i even continuing to do what i'm doing but then there's nothing there's nothing there. The only thing you have is that, like, you're a hunter, and all the other NPCs tell you, like, a hunter must hunt, or, like, go kill this person, or you must hunt this. And so, like, that's Garman all you have. even kind of, like, 
Garman kind of dismisses you in the beginning even and says, just go, just go kill some beasts. Don't worry about it. They, they never do or something like that. And so yeah. it's, it is very much like, like, why are you doing this? Don't worry about it. Just go, just go do it. It's a video game. Yeah. It's a video game. But yeah. And, and like I said, like it gets worse from here because the fishing village, the fishing hamlet is very scary. It's very, uh, I've described it before as being very shadow over Innsmouth, um, because that's that's what it reminds me of. They just go full Lovecraft at this point, um, <laughs> and well, they dial back a little bit on the racism, but uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah, gotta um, dial back the racism on Lovecraft for about anything. <laughs> I also think Bloodborne has a little bit more humanity than Lovecraft. Um, yeah, because like you kind of come away from it feeling bad for some of these. Yeah. Like, I feel bad for Abriatus. Like, yeah, I feel bad prisoner. for Abriatus, too. Yeah. And, I feel bad um, for Mother Cause. Like, like yeah. I've seen, yeah, that whole thing, and then, like, I've seen the fight with the Orphan of Cause. So, like, the fact that it's I feel bad screaming, for him until he kicked my ass. Yeah. And, yeah, I know, he's a terrible <laughs> boss fight, but, like, he's screaming like a baby, and there's something like... No, he doesn't scream like a baby. Well, it sounds like a baby. <laughs> it's well, well, when he When he, like... <laughs> is born essentially and stands up yeah. starts to to like weep um yeah after like, it is such like a grown like that's clearly actually a grown man in a recording studio and it sounds like he's really crying so i don't know who did the voice acting for that but like you're actually a good actor you're a yeah. good actor whoever I'm you are i'm still scared of it like it it's one of those moments where I'm like legit like this is video game code. These are just ones and zeros, ones and zeros. This is not going to hurt you in real life, but every time I But fight, your hands like, are shaking. Yeah, it's like <laughs> and you're like, "Oh god." <laughs> Jesus Christ. You're like, and "What I have I done felt... to deserve this?" Yeah. In the, in the it... base game before the DLC came out, um I did feel really bad for Garman because there is oh rare but um the, the dialogue's there. It's very hard to get, but there's dialogue where he also starts weeping in the dream and it's again really good acting but then i learn everything's his fault and i'm like well fuck you yeah. garman <laughs> you yeah every this. time i see garman i'm like fuck you i never talk to him after that first uh, time i was like goodbye i only talk to the doll because i love her and she didn't deserve anything that ever happened to her <laughs> she didn't ask to be made garman and then you gotta turn around and be a bitch about it me i fucking hate garman i hate yeah. him i hate alfred fucking <laughs> The, I still I still have my vile blood rune equipped just out of pure <laughs> hatred for Alfred. Uh, you are going to need to temporarily equip the milkweed rune so you can speak to that NPC. In oh, yeah, that's Hamlet. fine. But, but, like, I I don't mind that. But, like, I'm still fucking, I'm like, this is this is just who I am now. Just vile blood because uh, you fucking pissed me off. So I'm going to go flirt with this vampire queen who can't love me. Um. <laughs> so if you ever want to play with us on stream, maybe don't equip your executioner room oh, because yeah. then yeah. you and Jesse are gonna have to fight to the death, and you're gonna <laughs> win, and it's gonna be embarrassing for everybody. <laughs> that happened to me once. I think I told this story, but in case um, I it was off the air or whatever, um, I was playing with some of my uh, my my brother-in-law and his friend, and um, I summoned into my brother-in-law's game, and I was wearing the vile blood rune, and then I the friend got summoned in and he was like there there was the text on the screen was different and he was like a purple color or something and i just knew but he didn't and so he didn't understand why i said well this is awkward and then suddenly slapped him with my <laughs> much my uh, sock, sock weaver <laughs> 
And then we fought to the death, and I won, and then screamed at him. (laughs) 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 And then I told him, you need to to equip a different rune. The executioner rune is the problem. (laughs) Fuck the executioners. Fuck the executioners. Um... (laughs) But yeah, we don't have a ton left. We still need to do um, the Nightmare of Mensis and a little bit left of the DLC. And then it's just endgame. It's endgame content. Fun stuff. Um, I read somewhere, moving on from Bloodborne, that uh, Blight Town is fixed in in the Dark Souls remaster. So I'm so (laughs) excited about that. Y'all don't know. Yeah. OG Blight Town in on PS3 like dropped to eight frames per second on the regular, and yeah. it was a bad time. But apparently the frame rate is much more stable um, oh, in nice. Dark Souls Remaster. And yeah, that place is a nightmare on its own. Little yeah, it's bad enough frames without per the frame rate issues. <laughs> that yeah, one's like I ran Blight, through that place. <laughs> Blight Town is the place that I like prepare for. Like I'm like, okay, I need to go here so I can get this item, which yeah. will make Blight Town easier. Like straight up, and and I cheat and I use the master key and go straight to the bottom, <laughs> and still, um, and then I also I've been telling this story to you two off the air, but I it finally resolved, so I thought I would talk about it. Um, it in early April, I or oh, I commissioned shit, an Etsy seller for um. The patches that Prompto has on his vest and pants. Uh, I found I was searching for all the right ones, um, and there was a cut. Like I had to do a lot of searching because I had to find the ones that looked right. Because some of them, for some reason, the like Rolling Stone style like teeth one that he has is like pink or like just weird stylistic choices like that. And I found a set that were basically perfect, um, but I had some qualms because they were cheaper like by like quite a bit than. All the other sellers, like, by, like, $30 or more, and also, um, they were shipping from out of the country, and this person didn't have a lot of reviews on their shop, um, but apparently had sold 11 of these, so I'm like, well, YOLO, and I bought them, (laughs) um, and two weeks go by, and I'm like, I never received a shipping notification for those patches, that's... That's odd. And so I sent the the seller a message like, hey, um, what's going on with this order? Are you going to ship it soon? A week goes by, no response. And then Etsy is like, hey, if you haven't received your item yet, click here to open a case. So I did. Um, and again, no response. Um, a week goes by and then I get like, your order shipped, but there's no shipping information. There's no tracking number. And I'm like, huh especially since it's coming from out of the country. It was coming from Germany. Um, So I'm like, "Mm, well, we'll see what happens. And a week goes by and I don't hear anything, but that's not unusual because it is coming from Germany. But I am nervous because there's no shipping information. So I'm checking the shop every so often. And then it just disappears. And I'm like, um, (laughs) um, so, um, what's, uh, what's going on? And by that point, the time had enough time had passed that I was allowed to escalate the case. And after I waited like another day or two, and I'm just like, and so I escalated the case. And the next day, I got a little email that Etsy had given me a refund. And then like an hour later, the seller finally messages me back with a shipping 
um, like a shipping number, tracking number, and is like, no, see, I did ship your order. And I was like, okay, dude, listen, if you had given me this right away, if you had talked to me at all, this wouldn't have happened. I wouldn't have escalated the case, but I, I didn't have any choice. You weren't, your, your shop disappeared and you weren't talking to me. And we talked a little bit and I kind of told him like, well, I'll, if the patches arrive, I'll let you know. And um, this afternoon on my lunch break, I walked down to the post office and was able to pick them up. And they're nice. They're, they're really good quality, honestly. So after all that, um, I did get some patches that I'm happy with. Um, so yay. But yeah, now I have to, I'm in, I'm getting in touch with Etsy to see if I can allow, I can like reverse the refund and allow this guy. I want this guy to be paid. Like he did good work, but like, goddamn, dude, I thought about sending a message that was like, Hey, so, um, please in the future communicate with your buyers. So this doesn't happen again, but I didn't want to be an asshole. So I was just like, I got the patches. They're, they're great. I'm talking to Etsy. Um, so we'll see what happens there. Just anyway, the moral of the story is if you choose to sell things on Etsy, make sure that you have good communication with your buyers. If they message you with any kind of concerns. Okay. That's all. Cause like, honestly, all of this could have been avoided. If when I first sent my message, he was like, Oh yeah, it's going to be another week. That's all it would have taken. Yeah. But yeah, cause I know, I know it. these patches are embroidered. And so I know those take a really long time sometimes. But you gotta, gotta use your words. That's why, like, I guess it's a little bit different because I do art commissions. But like, I send people like uh, updates, and also like, I finish a sketch, I send them the sketch. I finish the line art, I send them the line art. You know what I'm saying? Like, I show yeah. them like this is what you're paying for, this is what you're getting. Also, and the reason I don't do commissions for sewing or whatever is because I'm bad at this. Yeah. <laughs> It's just, it's all, it's a, it's a lot, especially cause like the thing is, is like, especially when you're doing art, like you gotta, gotta like for, for the patches, it makes sense to like, just kind of say, Hey, I'm doing this or Hey, it's going to be about a week and not like show anything. Cause like, but like for art, people have a, have a say, look how, see how sad I sound about that. People get to tell me if they don't like something and then I have to fix it. <laughs> and I'm just so lazy, but um, I do it anyway because that's what I signed up for, and that's the price you gotta pay. Um, that's the difference between fine art and illustration, but it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's fine. No one's ever done any. Th- oh, I shouldn't say that. Let's just let's just see. <laughs> not come on. Well, my pre-salt's done. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, well, I guess I've talked about most of my pre-salt since you guys. Um, we had it in your pre-salt Deadpool 2, Budborn, um, which I love, I love doing Budborn. Oh, I, uh, I did all my sketches for my little, um, charms and when I ink them, I'll put them up. I've shown them to a few, I've shown them to a few of my friends, uh, Jake and Kay and Richard has yeah. seen them. Um, that's right. Richard they is still great. talking to a wizard. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so I'm definitely going to finish those up because con stuff is hectic. Um, but I also want to tell you this story about this dude who was in the theater when I went to see Deadpool. <laughs> so I took my mom also, uh, pre-salt some good news, the ticket, cause it was 12, 15 AM or PM. Sorry, but it, you know, 
a, it was a fucking uh, matinee. So it was hey. only $11 for both my mom and I to go see Deadpool. Um, Dope. Yeah. Damn, so that's a cheap a... matinee ticket. It's still like seven twenty five a ticket for matinee prices here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, also my mom's a senior, so like maybe that helped. But uh, oh, maybe. yeah. Yeah, because she's, she's in her 60s. Don't tell anybody I told you that. Um, <laughs> so, um, but I made my mom watch the first one so she could go see the second one with me. Um, but so we're, my mom and I are sitting in the theater. And oh, they just like remodeled. So they have these big like lounge chair seats, right? With like airplane style, like, or like <laughs> high school desk. You know, like there's like a joint. Yeah. And with, like, you the turn- comfy le- leather seats. I got one of those for um, Infinity War. Yeah, and there's, like, a there's like a table, like a tray. Yeah. Like, you're in a high chair, right, that you can <laughs> swing around you. And I'm, like, I lean in on the tray because that's how I like to chill when I watch a movie. So my mom and I are all, we're sitting in the seat all comf, right? Then I hear this guy start coughing, and he sounds like he's dying of the plague. But I look <laughs> at him, and just from the back of his head, I can tell he's ancient. Like, I can just, he's old, right? And he doesn't laugh so much as he goes, Ah! Oh, God. Right? Oh, God. <laughs> so he's like 100 years old, and he's yelling, and then every time he coughs, because he, then he'll laugh, but then he coughs, every time he coughs, he's like, Oh, right it sounded like he was dying i thought this man was gonna die in the seat in front of me like i was seriously concerned there was a point where he was coughing so hard that i was like should i call 911 like and the, his his guardian his son his, his I, don't, guardian. I don't know who he was was his carer his carer <laughs> was just so unconcerned and i'm like this man sounds like he's dying like like Deadpool's on the screen, like coughing, and it's not as bad as this man who's just sitting in this chair, sounding like he's dying a slow and painful death. Oh, and it was so loud. And my mom and I kept looking at each other, and the people next to us kept looking at us, and then looking at the guy, and we were all just looking at this guy. And I'm like, please, <laughs> sir, sir, for the love of God, I didn't want to take away from his enjoyment of the film, but he was so loud he was and sometimes he would just yell and i don't know if he was a little bit like senile but like it was an interesting movie to take a senile person to if that's the yeah like a senile old man let's go see deadpool 2 grandpa like (laughs) i i don't fucking know what the hell is happening but he was just oh i I had like a one-year-old kid in my theater that was screaming for the first hour yeah that's Uh, there just shouldn't be babies that Deadpool. Yeah. To be honest, like there was a small child next to me at Infinity War, and they were like scared. And I'm like, maybe this wasn't the movie to take a child to. I mean, yeah. kids like those movies, but uh, like that one, I could see being a little scary for like really young kids. Yeah, a lot of I saw the, uh, Infinity War twice, and I a lot of children like had meltdowns at Infinity War, um, because I I think it was just a lot for them to handle. Uh, being so young, you know, um, and they don't have the like bitterness we have of like, understanding <laughs> yeah. that oh yeah, that person's not really dead or whatever because they have a franchise to finish. Like they're making too yeah. much. Like we understand they're making too much money off of somebody to kill them, whereas they're young yeah. and innocent and naive, and they think oh my god, I just watched so and so die, and it's like 
don't worry, child. And I can't lean over them and be like, don't worry, child. That's not how Third capitalism works. signed up for nine movies. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, yeah. child. That person's contract isn't up yet. Yeah, I'm just yeah. like, capitalism will save the day for once in this dark timeline. Um, we are truly living in the darkest timeline. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't worry, kid. Jake Gyllenhaal is going to be a bad guy in the next movie. Like, don't worry about it. What? Oh, you didn't hear? No. Jake, Gyllen- Jake Gyllenhaal is in talks to play Mysterio. Mysterio? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Jake's- Jake Gyllenhaal is playing Mysterio? Isn't Mysterio the one with the, the lame-ass villain with, with the, the freaking crystal ball as a head? <laughs> yes. Oh, How are man. they going to make that cool? They're not. I have no idea. I Like, they... Barely. I, that's probably why they want Jake Gyllenhaal. Like, if anybody can pull off a crystal ball on their head, it's Jake Gyllenhaal. I, I think, think they like barely it. slipped. They're like, he did it in Bubble Boy. He can do it again. <laughs> he barely slipped Doctor Strange into this world. Like, he's riding on the edge of glory. If he wasn't yeah, Magic and- Tony Stark, he couldn't be here. Him and like- Thor were like borderline. Like, how are they gonna make this? How like, are they gonna do this? <laughs> I, I, I mean, like. I, I definitely think too, like, and they definitely like didn't quite stick the landing with getting Thor in there, not boringly, but they managed to yeah. somehow with Strange. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how they did it with Doctor Strange. They were like, first of all, we're gonna fucking cast Benedict Cumberbatch, which is gonna throw everybody off. Second, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna make him have an American accent that he's really bad at doing, which is gonna throw them off more. Now. They're disoriented. Yeah. They're stumbling in the dark. They're grabbing for anything they can. Uh, let's just Tilda throw Swinton. Randomly... Yeah, Tilda Swinton. Oh, yeah. Let's throw uh, Mess Mickelson in there. Yeah, that'll really confuse them. Yeah. Um, and then we're, we're gonna, gonna give fucking... Mess Mickelson some creepy makeup around his eyes. That'll freak him out. Yeah. yeah. Like it makes him any less handsome. Like <laughs> I was really thrown off by how handsome Mess is with that like long ponytail with like the like little <laughs> hair. He he had like 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 a prom hairdo and i don't understand who was in charge of that but like that's his hair i was like why does it look like uh this bad guy's going to prom and uh then they're like then we're just gonna randomly throw him into thor ragnarok and like for some reason he's really in control of himself now even though in doctor strange he had like just gotten his new powers bumbling through doctor strange yeah like all he could do in doctor strange is teleport but then suddenly in like and then he learned how to make it and then well no he can still only teleport but he knows how to make it work for him now (laughs) (laughs) but he's like he's like i could teleport other people and then drop a piece of paper in front of thor but also i can uh tell you exactly where odin is with this tracking spell that I just looked up in this book, and I'm just like, I, I have questions. Slow down. And then they just slap them out the door, and I'm just like, if they slow, slow down, we're gonna start asking questions. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know my favorite part about that? I'm Thor, barely doing his bare minimum to stop Loki from stabbing Doctor Strange. Like <laughs> Loki's like, what are you, some kind of sorcerer? And he like pulls out he's his like blades easy. and thor just like puts up one hand and he's like yeah you probably shouldn't stab him no loki don't don't stab him <laughs> no that would please be terrible. help murder 
Oh, murder. <laughs> My favorite part is when Thor, when uh, Doctor Strange replaces Loki with the card with his address on it. I, and Thor seriously just... considers for a second that Loki turned into a piece of paper. I know. <laughs> he, like, pokes it with the... Loki. 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 <laughs> I mean, considering his past with Loki turning into random shit as a Where child. Like, <laughs> he's just like... <laughs> is this also you Loki? He's that meme where it's like, is this Loki? <laughs> oh, the butterfly. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, yes. And then it yes, stabs it him Loki. and he's like, yes. Yes, it is Loki. <laughs> <laughs> but like he does the absolute bare minimum. God, that movie is so good. The fact that what's his name? That award winning actor who plays Odin just shows up for like ten Anthony seconds. Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins yeah. shows up for ten <laughs> seconds. Sir Anthony <laughs> Yeah. Oscar to... award winning Sir Anthony Hopkins. You yeah. know, from shows up to be gay for ten <laughs> seconds and then die. Like <laughs> hearing him say, Oh shit. Is like one of the fucking funniest parts. Also, hearing him say, "Are you the god of hammers?" I, oh my god, for that some was such reason, a dad moment. It was such a. Yeah. Are you the god of hammers? Like I just started laughing so hard, tears were coming out of my eyes, and I was like, "The you know when he dies and he's like, my time has come," and he's like, "I am proud of you, my sons," and I was like, "Thanks, mean Santa." And <laughs> <laughs> my friend was like, "You're not wrong." <laughs> and then he just is like i have to go my people need me it just dissolves and i'm like this is the most motherfucking convenient death since yoda just rolled over and died in fucking yeah. return of the jedi like excuse me oh i don't even know how we got on this tangent but luckily i don't have much salt so there's my uh there's my pre-salt <laughs> right on drawing the map uh, it was child screaming in my deadpool theater oh children right. getting and upset in infinity, infinity war, war infinity doctor war strange. doctor strange ragnarok oh it's because jake brought up the fact that uh jake gyllenhaal is gonna have to somehow wear a crystal oh, ball yeah. on his head and be okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah my bad i just thought that was funny like jake bubble boy is wearing a crystal they're ball running out of fucking people donnie darko so like, is gonna uh, play mysterio uh, yeah. Donnie Darko's gonna play Mysterio. <laughs> like, I'm like, where's Doctor Doom? Like, I get it. Doctor Doom's yeah. owned by Fox. <laughs> but they bought Fox. Yeah. Did they get the Fantastic Four franchise back though? I thought they hadn't yet. Yeah, yeah. that's why they're making Fantastic Four comics again. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> they can make money off of it. I thought that was shady. Where Marvel's like, you know oh, what? Let's stop making shady. Fantastic Four. <laughs> Let's stop making comics so that way they don't make any money. Yeah. Stop so, making bad Fantastic Four movies, says stop, Marvel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to, but maybe that's why Marvel did it. They're like, please, please. Did you he- read that post stopped. about how Chris Evans got in a fight with someone's history teacher in like a bar fight like years ago? What? This person was talking about how their history teacher got in a bar fight with Chris Evans. Basically, Chris Evans? because, yeah, this was a long time ago, though. This was like pre Captain uh. America, Chris Evans, because it was he was fresh out of Fantastic Four and the the dude uh the the history teacher was like <laughs> flame on and then <laughs> Chris Evans just like punched him. <laughs> I hope that's true. Yeah, that would be someone's, awesome. Yeah, is. someone's history teacher was talking about it, and it's just like flame on. And I'm like, I could see Chris Evans feeling like my career is over now because I decided I was going to be Johnny Storm 
and then twice twice <laughs> and then fucking someone finally was like i'll save you you're truly captain america and now he's sort of become captain america Jimmy? yeah <laughs> like St- the line between steve rogers and chris evans is getting scarily thin character development <laughs> character development <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> just taking the method acting a little too serious <laughs> i just but, uh, blame on <laughs> I really hope that story is true because it's really funny. <laughs> I really want it to be. Chris Evans just breaks. Instead of being bone, he's all flame on. Flame just punches. It's just like how Ryan Reynolds feels about uh, Green oh, Lantern. Green Lantern. At least, yeah. like Ryan Reynolds now. Like they said, that was the end of his career. Like it almost was. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it yeah. almost was the end of his career. Like, Green Lantern almost killed Ryan Reynolds. And so he's yeah. come back from the ashes and risen like a phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> a phoenix. Like the song? <laughs> risen like a phoenix dressed like a sex toy, according to Cable. <laughs> yeah. I guess that Celine Dion song is actually pretty accurate. <laughs> Oh man. So, all right. Well, I guess moving on to to salt. Um mine is pretty should be hypothetically pretty quick. Um So, I've already beat Monster Hunter World and then like there's all kinds of bonus monsters you can kill. And I really want to go from uh I was Daft Punk mom, uh, Dino Mom, and now I'm like uh like Lava Queen <laughs> Dino Mom. And so I want to get this one that's like I don't even know what this really is. It's almost like Dark Souls, like, Avengers nun mom, dino mom. I don't know. It's this weird, like, like almost like Virgin Mary-esque type, like, crown thingy or veil you can wear. But it looks pretty badass, and so I'm like, cool, I don't care. I'm going to grind. And when this game wants you to grind, holy crap. God, it's it's ridiculous. Like, I think I have to, like, make, like... A hundred million dino bucks or whatever they called dino like, bucks. I that's what I'm calling them dino bucks, whatever the currency is. And it shouldn't be too hard as long as I'm fighting the bigger monsters, you get more, you know, coins as your reward or whatever. But like each component and I think was it its head, chest, arms, waist, and legs. So five. So each one is like twenty I want to say 20 million or 20,000. No, maybe 20,000. Maybe I'm overshooting it. So maybe I just need a million or whatever. Thereabouts. But it's just like, it's a lot. And then not only that, but then you have to fight the monsters. And then like each component has a certain thing. Like, oh, you might need the monster horn and you need three of them in order to build this. And there's like at least four. So it's like you need two dino horns, um, a scale, and three um, <coughs> tails or something like that. And that's the headpiece. And then you need um, a, a dino shell and uh, the the flame sack. And, like, all this, like, crazy stuff. Uh, so you have yes. to, like, farm for it. The flame sack. Yeah, the flame sack. <laughs> Everybody's familiar with the flame. Hashtag flame, flame sack. sack. And, uh, so you're doing this, but there's this one component for the stupid gloves called a wyvern gem and you can only get a wyvern gem from a wyvern type and there's like hey don't worry kids there's like four or five wyvern types 
just, you know, have a pick. And I'm like, okay, well, let me like Google it. And then it's like, hey, there's this one, this one, this one, but there's one called a Barof that we think is the best, you know, pick. And we do have to let you know it's a rare drop. And then I'm watching like people on YouTube and they're like, yeah, you know, I, I did like so many such and such, like whatever. And it's a grind. I've been, I've, it almost feels like I've been playing this for two days and there's not been a single Wyvern gem drop at all. And I'm just like, can I call like Wyvern shit on this? No, not bullshit. Wyvern shit. <laughs> like I need like Andronaf shit. Uh, Whatever, what's the biggest monster in this thing? Zora Magdaros <laughs> shit on this because it's just, it's, I'm like, okay, this is not fun anymore. Like, I'm okay with grinding to get what you want, but this is taking way too damn long. And I don't understand, like, what I'm doing wrong to try to get this rare drop. Yeah. I think it's kind of like really garbage that it's just like, I've been fighting, and then it's like, you have to capture them, because if you capture them, instead of just murder them, um, you get, like, more bonus stuff, but I'm like, it doesn't matter whether I kill them or, or capture them, I'm getting the same BS that I don't need, and what made it worse is I'm playing, and I think out of context, when you're watching this and you don't understand what the game is, um, it looks really bad, because all of a sudden, my wife walks in, and she sees me clubbing the crap out of this dinosaur, and then it'll run away from you, like super limping, because you're beating it up. And she's like, "Oh my god, what are you doing to this dinosaur?" And I'm like, "I'm, you know, I'm, it's a, it's a boss. I have to kill it." She's like, "No, you don't. This is sad. It's limping away from you because you're a monster. Because you're and a like, monster. No, it's the monster. I'm not the monster." And they're like, "Why are you even on this island? You're a damn colonist trying to take over the, the monsters <laughs> and build on their island. What did the monsters ever do?" I'm like, "Oh my gosh! Like, I feel really guilty right now as I'm clubbing the shit out of this stupid bear off I mean, for that a stupid is wyvern the gym. plot of the game is that you're coming to this <laughs> island and killing." All these natural species yeah she's like and i'm like trying to explain the story i'm like there is no story in this game like i'm like well the ecosystem is disrupted by uh something and then the big dinosaur is here and then you have to kill the big dinosaur in order for it not to kill the other dinosaur and i'm like there's just a lot of killing dinosaurs so i'm like but i was just kind of like laughing as my wife's like you're a colonist like <laughs> <laughs> these four monsters leave it alone and i'm like i can't like i'd fail the mission if i don't kill it then fail the mission poor dinosaurs limping away from you because you're a monster you're a monster jake who I'm is like, the well, monster and who is the man who's yeah exactly who's the real monster in this game but um so yeah so i don't know that's just got me super salty and then like Sentient Plus was like, oh, well, you know, do the arena battles and stuff like that. And I'm like, I just don't want, just give me, why can't I just buy it? Like, I would rather grind out coins and grind as much as it costs to buy all the sets just to buy the one thing. Just so that way I don't have to fight the same monster over and over and over again and not get what I'm looking for. And I like, I even made a stupid bracelet that's like, get more drops by wearing this lucky bracelet and i'm like it's not working <laughs> the bracelet was a lie the bracelet so, was a lie yeah so i'm just super salty about it like i really want that armor set and it's just it's so frustrating i don't know even though freaking vader said dino mom doesn't look good in it i think she looks stunning um stunning. anyways there's <laughs> she looks stunning um 
then my uh, I guess the last bit of like uh, salt is um, just Dark Souls. I'm having like a little bit of PTSD now that we're getting closer to like launch day because I think I enjoyed playing Dark Souls, but then I'm like, I don't think I did. I did. Maybe I, <laughs> I know I didn't enjoy it as much as I did um, Bloodborne. Yeah. And I think that mostly is because if I, when I was soloing it, if I really did get frustrated, I could call in help. Like, I know I've called in Dave um, against Lawrence to help me there and a little bit of um, the DLC. And then um, other fights, I just, you know, rang in some, some random, like, hero to come save me. Um, but when I played Dark Souls, it had to have been me or it had to have been... A lot of the times when I'd call in, like, Solaire or anyone else, they didn't help. So I have a story um, about Solaire, similar to <laughs> similar to uh, our buddy Mensa Scholar Damien. Um, <laughs> Damien, I summoned Solaire, and he got stuck fighting the two Titans outside the Ornstein and oh, Smo God. boss fight arena, and he just never came yeah. in. And I fought Ornstein and Smo with double health or whatever it is that they end up like because because each boss gets like a oh, boost based on how many people you summon right? in. Yeah. So I fought buffed uh, Ornstein and Smo by myself with Solaire out. Dicking around outside the boss arena. Yeah. I did it though. I had that happen too. Yeah. Oh. It's just, oh man. And I felt like a bad. I, I think I remember. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, I'm like, oh, like having like that PTSD, especially when it came down to the end where there's like, you're like, okay, this, this is the final boss fight. And instead, there's like, five mini boss fights before you get to the boss fight. It the run up like... to the final boss is pretty tough. The God, final boss I hated in in true um Soulsborne fashion, the final boss is a bit of a letdown. <laughs> yeah, the the Blood, yeah. Bloodborne's final boss was good. Depending on like no matter what you qualify as the final boss, it's usually pretty good. Yeah, but yeah. um like all of the souls Demon Souls, Dark Souls and Dark Souls 3, and I don't remember the final boss of Dark Souls 2 very well, but, like, Dark Souls 1 and 3 and Demon Souls definitely had disappointing final bosses. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I'm having a little bit of PTSD, because I'm the just only like, thing I don't do it by myself. about uh, Dark Souls that I think about, and uh, even up to Dark Souls 3, is, like, I just like the dash so much better for um, Bloodborne, and I know that people... Yeah, yeah. Of the role. Yeah, but I also really just like the... Um, God, what do you even call that? The, like... The speed? No, the... the <laughs> it's like the... What you choose... Like, the the display, right? So you have all your items and everything displayed and your the health UI? and blah, 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 blah. What is that called? The UI, user interface. Yes, yeah. I like the user interface for Bloodborne more than I like the user interface for Dark Souls. And I know the Bloodborne one is just derivative of the Dark Souls one, but it's, like, altered just enough for it to be slightly less fugly. And I know people are going to be real <laughs> salty with me for that. They're going to be like, Jesse, you don't know what you're talking about. And I'm like, why is everything so round in Dark Souls? What is it with the round? It's so round. It looks like the old MacBooks. You remember, like, the like yes. ones that look like they were made of plastic? Yes. That's the aesthetic that, like, <laughs> the interface has on Dark Souls. And, like, you think, okay, Dark Souls 3 would be better. But no, they just went for an aesthetic and they kept it. And I'm like, mm, I don't like this. And I'm sure people are going to be real fucking salty with me for that, and that's fine. But, like, <laughs> I I mean, 
I I just like the user interface on Bloodborne better. I'm sorry. Like I just like I, I just I always remember this one post on Tumblr that was talking about the uh, fashion aspects of the game, and they kind of like it was a longer post, but they were talking about how like Demon Souls and the Dark Souls games all have like rags and armor as their aesthetic, and then you get to Bloodborne and it's like the Ralph Lauren 2015 Fall Collection. <laughs> as they put it. <laughs> yeah. That's true. I don't know. Yeah. I've... I just got so much PTSD from it that I'm just like, oh, like... I don't know, I feel like there's more the bosses in Bloodborne that give me war flashbacks than in Dark Souls 1. Oh, yeah. And I also get plenty of war flashbacks for Demon Souls. <laughs> that game's just kind of, it's just wonky in a lot of spots, and so some of the bosses suffer yeah. for it, but... Yeah, I don't know. I'm very fond of Dark Souls 1. Like, I'm excited... Like, that, that, that's the thing, like, I am excited about it. I'm actually more excited to co-op, but then, like you said earlier, like, the humanity thing... Is just like it's it's like scary because it's not just like oh I lost my blood echoes or my souls. It's like oh I can't summon anyone in, yeah. and I don't know when I'm going to get another humanity. <laughs> they're yeah, they're a little bit harder to find. Um, yeah, than that's souls. a little buddy because I I mean I guess people like I guess Dark Souls is supposed to be like man versus nature, man versus God or whatever <laughs> that whole like romantic notion is but like i mean and i guess it's not really a game for casual people but it's just like i kind of just want to play with my friends like that's just the kind of person i am and like is that my door it's the cat the cat is hitting my (laughs) sorry so (laughs) like in bloodborne you use insight to summon and um you collect insight normally from playing the game when you see horrifying sights when you fight a boss when you defeat a boss uh, if you die, you don't lose that insight. You can yeah. in in Dark Souls. There's a similar sort of uh, they call it. I think they call it soft humanity, where you just kind of collect humanity passively when you pass through an environment for the first time. But if you die, you lose all of it, uh, and you have to pick it up with your bloodstain along with your souls. So it is actually That's... a lot more difficult to. And you can collect humanity in hard form as an item that you use. Um, but those are a bit harder to come by than the madman's knowledge or madman's insight items that you get in Bloodborne. Yeah. So yeah, it is so it is a little frustrating. I'm sure it's, people it's like, like it because it's kind of like it creates an elitist atmosphere of who can play and you have I to think, actually be good. I think it just makes it less accessible. Yeah, like yeah. Bloodborne is a more accessible game despite its like seeming difficulty spike. Um, like when I was first playing it, it did like seem a little bit harder for a lot of people because... Yeah. Um, they were used to the Dark Souls mechanic, and you can't play Bloodborne like you play Dark Souls, which is good because yeah. I was never good yeah. at Dark Souls anyway. So I did fine <laughs> at Bloodborne, um, <sighs> but it, yeah. So it, it's, I just find that Dark Souls is not nearly as accessible as uh, Bloodborne is, or even like Dark Souls three and Dark Souls two are much easier to play for new players um, yeah. because they did away with that whole you have to be human to summon mechanic. Yeah. I think that's frustrating. Yeah, because I, I mean, I, I get it because I know a lot of people, I know a lot of people that like Dark Souls, a lot of the people I met previous to being a part of this podcast and meeting a lot of people here were really elitist and shitty about Dark Souls, which made me just not want to play it. You know what I'm saying? It was one of those things where it was just kind of like, if you're a casual, stay away. And I was like, okay, well, fine, then I'm not going to play. Like, that's just how it is. Like... 
why would I play something you clearly, like, get joy out of being, like, extra good at it? Like, I'm I'm so glad that you fulfilling your dreams in this video game makes you better than me in every single possible way. Like, it was just kind of one of those things where I'm like, I don't want to deal with the community that, like, feels like this around this game. Whereas I've met, like, different people now, but up until this point, it was kind of like, oh, you don't play Dark, Dark Souls with that shadowy place you don't go. Um, <laughs> and... <laughs> you must never go there, Simba. Um, yeah. So freaking elephant graveyard. Yeah, and I don't think I would have. I wouldn't. I don't think I would have played Bloodborne if like Nikki hadn't been so adamant about showing me Bloodborne. And I also think Bloodborne just fits my aesthetic more. Not that I don't like high fantasy kind of stuff, but I think I talked about a little bit on the um, on Don't Give Up Skeleton uh, how much I prefer actual. Um, dark souls aesthetic to most high fantasy games but like i really like bloodborne is like someone like wrote a game of all of my favorite things and jammed them together they're like oh well let's give you some gothic horror but wait there's aliens and i'm like you got me (laughs) like sign me the fuck up the fashion i talked about this too when we were playing uh on the stream i was like i have a thing for women in like victorian men's clothes and bloodborne was like here here is your kink i'm gonna bathe you in it and i'm just like (laughs) laying down on the ground being bathed in my kink like that's just so i think i'm biased but also i i feel like part of the reason i was never like as into dark souls as i like got into bloodborne is that Dark Souls just seems so untouchable. Well, if you but, ultimately s- yeah. decide not to play it, I will be getting it, so you all can just hang out in my stream. Yeah, I mean, I'm probably gonna play it anyway, but I'm just y'all think I'm bad at yeah. Bloodborne. Wait till you watch me play Dark Souls. <laughs> yeah, I can only imagine like Leroy Jenkins and <laughs> Dark Souls. You can do it. It's ill-advised. I, you can do it. I mean, that's what Aaron yeah. did in Game Grumps. He tried to Leroy Jenkins his way through uh, Dark Souls. That's how he ended up with, like, 50 of those, like, spears inside of him. <laughs> He's like, I don't think this is yeah. good. I think I'm losing a lot of blood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, but I'm definitely down. Like, if we, like, I don't know what the Budborn equivalent is to Dark Souls, but. Um, yeah, that's a Souls hard. Friends. Ha- Souls friends. <laughs> souls friends. Yeah, yeah. We souls friends. Dork it up souls. And I'm, I'm down. Dork, yeah, that's what Dork it is. Dork souls. souls. <laughs> Dork souls. Just a yeah. bunch of I'm down to jackasses. I'm down to sitting around yeah, a bonfire. <laughs> yeah. So I'm definitely down. Like I think that's why I'm excited and want to get it is just because the Budborn experience has been so good yeah. that I'm like. It's just going to be fun, and to be able to talk about it on the podcast, like, guess what Sophia did this week, kids? <laughs> like, Oh, I'll, uh, bum wrecker for Dark Souls will be ye old bum wrecker. <laughs> ye old bum wrecker, yeah. <laughs> nice. I'll pick a different Catch-22 reference to go with for my character. <laughs> nice. But yeah, so that's that's my salt. So while we were playing Budborn on Saturday, there's a bit in the research hall where you have to cl- you have to climb all the way up and get onto the rafters, and that'll get you to a, a like a lever that you um, push, and that raises the whole staircase. Um, a fucking crow knocked me off the staircase, <laughs> off the rafters, and I died. And so I summoned, it, and, I, and that by that point I was on my own, and so I'm like, okay, well, because I think Jesse was doing something, 
oh yeah, you were doing the Adeline side quest. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, well, um, Jesse's done with that, so I'll summon everybody, because we had Confederate Scratch with us at that time, <laughs> and we'll do it again. I've already got, like, the shortcuts opened. And so we went up there, and I got knocked off the rafters by the crow, again, the same crow, again, oh, wow. and fell to my death. And I'm just, like, laughing, but also crying. <laughs> Like, you can hear it on the stream where I just suddenly get, like, hysterical. And just... I was laughing, but it was also, like, that fear laugh of, is this gonna be where Kay kills me for laughing? Like, because I was losing it. Because it was just something I would do. I was I'm losing so... my fucking mind. <laughs> it's like when I walked off that roof, and you're like, Jesse, are you serious? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. It was my turn. It was karma getting me back for making fun of you for that. <laughs> um, and then also a little bit of a cosplay progress update is that I'm still working on um, Azra's coat. And I had to... I got the patches all sewn on and everything. Um, and that was a time, but it was done. And then I just needed to make the, tr the gold trim that goes around the whole like circumference of his coat. And then... That, then I just have to put in the lining and I'm done. So I made the, the trim and I attached it and I kind of made it in like four pieces. So there there was two pieces that attached at the neck, uh, they, like at the halfway point, and then they, that was sewn onto the neck edge and it went down to the very bottom edge. Okay. And then there were two pieces for mm -hmm. like the bottom edge that attached at the corners to the neck edge piece. And I somehow, when I sewed the corners together... I cut and sewed them the wrong way so that when I folded the corners oh, no. out, it sort of like twisted the whole thing underneath and it was like, it didn't sit right. And so I had to cut them open again. And I'm kind of like sitting there debating, like, do, what do I do? Do I just add like a little piece and try to hope that nobody notices or what? And I just, I knew it, I wasn't going to like the way that yeah. it looked if I did that. So I got my seam ripper out and I pulled the whole shebang off made new trim and sewed oh, it all no. back on and that took like four hours um Damn. but it looks amazing <laughs> so oh, it looks cool. perfect and i've got the lighting in and i um hand stitched the hem on the sleeve cuffs uh which hurt a lot because the patches there make the fabric very thick and my fingers hurt oh. but now i just have to do the hem um so and then i'm done with this this hideous Technicolor dream coat. It's so <laughs> ugly. I can't wait to wear it. It's red and black and gold and pink and blue and it's horrible and I love it. Um, oh man, that's awesome. Yeah, it's like it's like I didn't realize how ugly it was in the game. I'm not. I, I don't know. Like uh -huh. the way the art style is it just worked and then I tried to make it in real life. I was like, wow, this is horrible. This is the ugliest thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> I love how excited you are to actually wear it. Though. Look, That's I cosplayed JoJo's Bizarre Adventure character, so I'm very used to making hideous outfits and putting them <laughs> on my body. Um, and the other thing is that, like, well, I've got to um, do this one first. I wanted to cook a whole chicken for dinner because I saw this recipe mm -hmm. online. So I go to the store and I get a whole raw chicken and I cut it open and this smell hits me and I'm like... Oh, because oh, like for those of you who don't eat meat or maybe just don't eat chicken, 
Raw chicken isn't really supposed to smell like much of anything. It doesn't really have a strong smell on its yeah. own. And so this, but this kind of smelled like sulfur. And I'm like, I'm not gonna, I'm not yeah. gonna eat that. I no. <laughs> so I brought it back to the store the next day, and they were kind enough to let me pick out another one and like open it to make sure that it wasn't gross. And that one also stank. Yeah. Um. So Dang. I'm like, I'm just gonna return it, and then I had to go to a different store and pay twice as much. But that chicken smelled fine, and I cooked it, and it's delicious. So I guess okay. it's worth it. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's kind of scary, though, like two chickens in a row. Yeah, like, and it was hey, the same brand, so, so I'm like, mm. Um, and I've had problems yeah. with that particular brand of chicken as well. I can't tell you what the brand name is because I don't remember, <laughs> but I would recognize the packaging if I saw it. Um, <laughs> oh, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. No, I used to work in the meat department, and I'm just like – I had like, yeah – war flashbacks when you said like i opened it up i'm like oh i know exactly what yeah, that it didn't smell, smell is, like it's rotten but it definitely smelled bad so, yeah you're just like something's not some, right so if i <laughs> put this in my body it might make me sick <laughs> yeah yeah it's just like yeah your spider senses are yeah. like and i'm super no. squeamish about um <laughs> anything any like hint of possible food poisoning so i Automatically, oh, like, because yeah. like, a lot of people would probably just be like, "Yeah, that's probably fine." Not me. I'm like, "There's no way." Yeah. Like, I'm no, too. Yeah, I'm the same. Especially like, with chicken, like, I am too afraid of getting salmonella to deal with this shit. Yeah, it's salmonella. Salmonella. Yeah, it's no joke. No joke. Like, I think a lot of people are like, "Oh, whatever." You get a little bit of the squirt. So I'm like, "No, people no, will get put like, in the hospital." You get really bad. <laughs> yeah, you can you can get really jacked up on some food poisoning, like. It's there's a reason why there's a like, whole like eco lab and OSHA and all these people come. There's come a whole like bioterrorism sure incident in like Washington in the 80s or something where people were poisoning like buffets with salmonella. Oh, yeah. If anybody has ever heard about that whole thing, that was wild. Yeah. So yeah, don't mess with salmonella. Um, yeah. And that I I guess I just can't get raw chickens from Smith's anymore. I guess I have to go to a different store. <laughs> Um, and then my final thing is that I think the main reason I'm kind of extremely lukewarm on Infinity War is that I'm just like really extremely tired of Marvel movies in general. Um, it's been hard to get me to see the last couple in theaters. Like I didn't see Black Panther in theaters. I didn't see Ragnarok in theaters. I didn't see Ant-Man. I didn't see, um, I didn't see Guardians of the Galaxy 2 until it came to, uh, uh, Netflix, I don't think. Or maybe I just watched it again on Netflix. It's been so long, I don't remember. But um, <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm just getting really sick of them. There's been so many, and a lot of them are kind of similar. And yeah, I think yeah. it's just about like picking who you are gonna align yourself with as far as movies. Like, I definitely there are there are certain characters <coughs> that I'm like, oh yeah, I'll go see this movie. But like things like Ant Man, I don't give a shit. So There's I'm another one of those coming out soon. Supposedly. Yeah, Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah. Not gonna go see it. Don't give a shit. And so like, <laughs> I it's becoming kind of like comic books for me, where I'm like, oh, I'll pick up the titles I care about and nothing else. And like, yeah. if I really need to know something, I'll just Google it. Like, oh, did this? That's exactly how I deal with comics too. Actually, I'm like. Yeah. I don't really give a shit about this title. And, like, like when Civil War Two was going on, I'm like, I don't care. So I just Googled yeah, shit if I same. was missing something and then, like, continued on with my fucking life. Because, like, right now, yeah. for Marvel, I think the only titles, like, I was reading Agents of Asgard and then uh, Miss Marvel and uh, Hawkeye and then 
I kind of fell off Hawkeye, and then I was just picking up, like, specials, uh, like, crossovers, but mm-hmm. I was reading Captain Marvel. You could not give me to just give a single shit anymore about Captain Marvel. Civil <sighs> War Two really put me off of Captain Marvel, um, like, the in the comics, not just, I mean, I still love Carol Danvers, but, like, the the current run of Captain Marvel, I was just like, okay, I don't morally, I can't even morally align myself with this person, so goodbye. Um, and I, I guess that's just how it's going to be for movies too, because I definitely am like, there are just some Marvel movies I just don't care about, and I'm just not going to go see. Like I didn't go see Doctor Strange for a lot of reasons, but like I did, but yeah, and like I, but I watched it and I was like, oh, okay, it's like fine on Netflix when it was free. But like, I think that it's just like deciding, okay, who am I going to spend money on and who do I just not give a shit about? Yeah. Um, there's definitely a lot of like superhero fatigue happening. Yeah. There's been a lot of these movies now, like double digits. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, I think, I think it's, I mean, they sell really well. First oh, they of do. All. Yeah, And the, I like, the thing is, is like, yeah. they finally realized that, but you know, it's weird. I had this weird, like disassociation moment the other day when I was thinking about characters that died in Infinity War that are probably definitely dead. And like how in comics, like I have a different relationship to characters than I do in movies because my relationship to characters in movies also has to do with the actor, whoever's playing them. Whereas... My relationship to characters in comics has more to do with, like, who's writing them. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. But, like, the character itself can can just exist. It's kind of like a, like a character from mythology. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're just always there. They're always there. You can always find them. Even when they're dead, you know they're not really dead. Or even if they are dead in the universe, they're somewhere out there. You know what I'm saying? Like... They're in another universe or whatever. Whereas, like, the movie characters, like, (laughs) eventually humans are going to really die or, like, people just decide they're too old for the role and then, like, they're gone. And that's so bizarre to me. Like, it makes it so, like, I don't know. It's a different... I have a different connection to the movies than I do to the actual, like, comics. You know what I'm saying? And I will say, like... You said you Google stuff that you don't know. I'm sometimes too lazy to even do that. Like, I don't know who the fuck Cable is. I, <laughs> I, I have no idea who Cable is other than that he is in a comic series yeah, called I Cable think the movie and Deadpool. did a good enough and job like, just being like, here's this guy from the future whose family got killed by this person. Yeah, but and I'm like, why, why yeah. is his eye like that? And I don't know. And I didn't care enough to Google it. And <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. it's because Why is he the Terminator? It's complicated. <laughs> It gets it gets super complicated. Yeah. And like yeah, my mom leaned but, over to me and she's like, Who's cable? And I was like, Mom, if I have to sit here and tell you who cable is, we're gonna be here for a real long time. And we'll be here longer yeah. than the movie fucking plays out. Like, it's best just to take these things, like when you go to see the movies, that if you don't know like the backstory, just take it at face value. Cause honestly, sometimes the movies come up with better backstories than the actual comics. Case in point is Thanos. I would say his motivations in the movie much better than... They're still <laughs> awful, but they're better. Yeah. Well, not even just, like, much better as in, like, this is a better reason to do this. It As in, like, morally, but much better as in, like, this actually makes sense, sort of, versus, like, what the fuck his motivations were in the comics, and you're like, why? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. this you can see, like, the, his motivation in the movie are like, 
this is a terrible idea, but I can see why you would think this would be a solution to the problem. You know what I'm saying? Like, because yeah. actual people in the world have thought this was a solution. Whereas in the comics, you're just kind of like, what the fuck? Whereas sometimes I think, like, <laughs> Civil War was such a hot mess, and I think part of that was because, like, they couldn't do what they did in the comics. They should have just left it. Like, there was just no... They shouldn't have called it Civil War first. They shouldn't have called it a Captain America yeah. movie, first of all, because it was mostly Tony Stark. But, like, yeah. I'm so salty about that, y'all. Um, I was like... <laughs> well, that's the thing that bugged me about those movies. was just, like, what's what's the big, like, comic book name? Yeah. Civil War. That's what we're yeah, calling just it. Co- just make big... it its own thing. Like, don't, don't try to... Because, yeah. like, Civil War in the comics, like, you really aligned yourself. Because there was a moral issue there. Like, you're like, okay... Should mutants have to identify themselves or not? And, like, for me, it was so easy to be, like, no, like, that's what we did to the Jews in World War II, and, like, that's what happened in internment camps in America with the Japanese. Like, there's just no good reason to do that, right? (laughs) Like, if you start doing that to somebody, then the line between, like, controlling a whole group of people and, like, and, like, you know, singling out groups of kinds of people is just too thin you just can't you can't go there so it was really easy for me to be like i morally align myself with this person and like continue on from there whereas it was much harder for me in the like movie like in the civil war movie i didn't understand what the fuck was happening with tony stark like i was with tony at the like Avengers needs some sort of oversight kind of part, and then he's like, and we yeah, need to register all of them, like, and I'm like, hold on. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, uh, yeah, um, the, I'm gonna get really mad at something that some, this character did, even though he had no control over himself, even though I probably killed thousands of families while I was still making weapons, and, like, yeah. but Doesn't fuck he, like, them, straight I up guess. murder a bunch of dudes in Iron Man 1 once he, when he's escaping yeah. from the camp anyway? No, he too? absolutely yeah. did. That's what I'm fucking saying. Like, it didn't make... His motivation made no sense. Like, you think he no would sense, be yeah. more understanding. And, like, it made a lot of people hate Tony Stark. I mean, like, so did Civil War in the comics, but, like, I think... So many people were like, I do not understand what's going on. And, like, yeah. they hint at PTSD in, like, his other movies, but it just, like, it wasn't enough. Like, the it was such, like, a bizarre yeah. writing thing. And I was just like, did we have to do Civil War? Could we have done literally anything else except for Age of Ultron? But... <laughs> Yeah, I, think, I wish we hadn't done Age of Ultron. I wish we hadn't done Age of Ultron. Yeah. And see, so that was another thing, too. Like, they just, that was like, oh, that's a comic book run. Age of Ultron. Boom. Let's use that name, throw Ultron in it. And it's a completely different story than what Age of Ultron was. Granted, they also didn't have, like, you know, the rights to most of the characters. I think it wasn't, like, Wolverine the main star of Age of Ultron. Yeah. And, and the whole, like, he's actually time traveling and all kinds of other stuff, but... Like, that's the thing that kind of, like, irritates me. It's like, why are you going to take... And then, like, all the nerds are all, well, this happened in comic books, so this is What's it called? I'm like, no. Actually, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, like, no. Civil War, actually. Yeah, it's like, no. They're just taking the they're name. They're just taking like, the name and then, like, using it for the random shit. And basic, it's like, bare yeah. bones outline of the plot. Maybe. Yeah. Like, yeah. the... The funny thing is, like, it's they use the name and then everybody runs to the comic shop and grabs the Exactly. Trades. That's what they're and banking so they make on. all these money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every, and then people and then they're like this it. was nothing like yeah. the movie <laughs> and the movie is so fucking i, I age of, they're still fixing what happened in age of ultron 
Like, they're still fixing yeah. it. Because I don't know who let that happen, but then Marvel was like, nobody liked this. Like, Age of Ultron yeah. did really bad and for an Avengers movie. And, like, they just slowly over time have been trying to unravel all the shit that happened in Age of Ultron. And, like, it, it's, so, it's so hard to fix. Like, you've literally shat on Clint Barton's character. He might as well not be there. The, he wasn't in Infinity War. And, like, there's just nothing... You cannot fix Clint Barton now. Because this this weird, like, I don't bother to read the comics and I don't care about Clint Barton, so I'm just gonna write whatever the fuck I want and, like, give him a family because the only thing that could ever make him important is that he has a family, but I'm definitely not gonna let him be deaf. And I'm like, mm, why? <laughs> And what did yeah. that do for the plot? Nothing. Like, I don't understand. I don't... It's, it's wild, too, when you have, like, Jeremy Rayner as the character. Like, he's the decent enough actor that, like... I know. No, he absolutely could have played comics Clint Barton. Like, I have no yeah. fucking doubt about it in my mind that he would have been a great Clint Barton. But then they're just like, mm, let's just do this random... Mm, he has a family and he owns a farm even though he's from roll roll dice he has <laughs> roll dice. two kids and yeah. roll dice a farm and a farm a dog. <laughs> i don't think he like it's just like why what does this mean why would clint barton be out all the time it, it doesn't make it doesn't make any sense it does and like yeah. the whole like okay the the fucking black widow the Hulk romance was handled so oh. poorly uh, that, and like it's not like they didn't dark. date. In the, <laughs> one one of my favorite uh, like team ups is when Black Widow gets kidnapped and every single man she ever dated goes to help save her, even though none of them are currently dating her. Like I think about that lineup all the time, and so she she actually did date him, but like it was just such a bad. It was like I what am I. You know, like, as you're watching a horror story unfold, you know what it was like? It was like the romance and the prequels of Star Wars. Yeah. I mean, part of that is that it doesn't, it doesn't, because the movie that came right before it was The Winter Soldier. And it doesn't build off The Winter Soldier, builds off Avengers 1, which was by that point, like, four movies out of date. Because Joss Whedon doesn't care about those other movies. I'm so glad he's not writing these movies anymore. Yeah, I'm so glad he destroyed his own career. It, it, like, I think... Infinity War has a lot of issues, but one thing I do appreciate is that the directors of Infinity War took feedback on, like, how the characters had been handled in other movies. Yes. So, like, like one of the things was um, that, you know, Chris Hemsworth was like, we did this thing with Thor, with Taika in Thor Ragnarok, and I want that Thor because I really like that Thor. And so they were like, they turned to Taika and they're like, okay, well, how did you write Thor? You know what I'm saying? And they did that for the Guardians. Yeah. They were like, okay, how should I handle the Guardians? And they did that for all the characters in the movies so that they didn't feel as, like, OOC. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And I mean, like, saying it's better than Age of Ultron is, like, putting the bar on the ground. The and when, when Infinity War fucking... steps over, you're like, yay! But, Yay. like, um... <laughs> It is definitely better than Age of Ultron, and it's also better than the first Avengers movie. Yeah. I would say it's better than Avengers, but... Well, that's what I, I said. Yeah, because I... Uh, you cut out, so I couldn't hear oh. you. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, like, because I, I think I rewatched Avengers after the... Because I had only seen it once in theaters, and then I bought it on DVD and never watched it again, and then I watched it again... Um, 
and you're like, oh, this is bad, actually. Yeah, I think, yeah, 100% of my enjoyment of the Avengers in the theater was, holy shit, look at all these heroes standing next to each other in a fucking circle, which I think is interesting. Um, And then they're, like, rotating the camera around these three heroes while fucking dramatic There's some good fight scenes in it. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do or whatever, and you're like, yeah! Yeah. And then I fucking rewatch it, and I'm just like, oh, this movie's bad. Yeah, that was X Men. That was X Men Two for me. I remember going to the theaters and being like, "Oh my god!" And then like in the the whole X Mansion, and then Colossus shows up, and then he turns into Colossus. I'm like, "Oh, it's Colossus!" And then by the end of it, like X Men Two ain't even where the they bad show the one. water. <laughs> That's X Men Three. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> and then like the scene where it's like the like underwater, and then all of a sudden you see the Phoenix Force, and I'm like the hell did i just watch that i was excited about this and now i feel like i got ripped off like y'all tricked me with all these x-men that i wanted to see i I think like one of the (laughs) best lines from an x-men movie ever is do you know what happens to a toad when it gets struck by lightning (laughs) the same thing that happens to everything else about that every time i go to write dialogue every time i go to write dialogue i just think of do you know what happens to a toad when he gets struck by lightning same as everything thanks storm thank you for that beautiful... thanks for that insight yeah thank you holly thank berry, you, holly berry. <laughs> stop putting holly berry in superhero movies 2k18 <laughs> but yeah, that's my that's my salt, I guess. Um, because I invaded everybody else's salt and stuff, I'll just keep this short. Um, finals. It's finals. Both of my finals are tomorrow. I don't remember anything. I'm gonna fail. Um, but oh, I think no. I can still because they're comprehensive, which makes sense in the sciences. I understand. I just hate it because I'm not a scientist. I have to take this class to fucking take in my undergrad credits. And I just feel like there should be science classes for people who don't want to study science. You know what I'm saying? Like, just let me take a science class that I can just, like, take my science class, enjoy it, take my tests, do what I need to do, and then, like, bounce. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't need to be able to actually do science at the end of this fucking class. And I'm just, I'm just like having a really bad panic attack too because there was, there's so much math in the last part of this final, and I'm just bad at math. Oh, I gotta remember to bring a calculator. Hold on, let me write that down. Um, <laughs> as I'm sitting here, a uh, calculator. Um, because I can't use my phone on the test clearly. Um, yeah, I, I'm not looking forward to finals. I'm not having a good time. Um, but I might see Deadpool two again tomorrow with my other with my friend because she wants to go see it um yeah i'm just i'm really stressed out right this very second uh i did finish my paper on time yeah i turned it in before yeah yeah i was talking about it on the stream i was like i don't know what i was saying it was it wasn't due until um 11 59 on sunday night so yeah last night and i turned it in at like 10 so i was good um yeah, I turned in my homework on time. Do tomorrow, so. do tomorrow. Do tomorrow. <laughs> uh, exactly. It wasn't that, it was like, it was It was just a paper on like how they can, it was about like how they know that, that climate change is happening, like how 
paleoclimatologists climatologists study um, past climates, and I just had to write about, like, I just had to read this thing, this NASA, this long-ass NASA article, and then talk about the tool. It wasn't that hard. So I did that pretty fast, but yeah, guys, I'm just, I'm so stressed out. Like, I can just feel it in the force. Um, but yeah, getting up at 6.30 tomorrow to roll out of bed and keep rolling into finals. <laughs> but yeah, that's my, that's my soul. It's real boring. It's just about finals. <laughs> I jumped in on everybody else's stuff today and brought, dragged you all into <clears throat> tangents. So it's what we do best. <laughs> it's what we do best. Yeah. Go on. The tangent report. The tangent report. <laughs> Well, right on. Let's jump into some imported salt. Um, our first one comes from 50 Dexterity, probably, at 99 Dexterity. It says, uh, good evening, salt lords. No salt this week, just gushing a bit. I saw Deadpool 2, hey, over the weekend, and whew, what a movie. Sans a, a very small bit of salt regarding a missed opportunity to have a certain comic book villain into the film. It was exceptional. For as good as Deadpool is in the film, I think the guest characters were the true highlights. Josh Brolin's cable was phenomenal, and I really enjoyed his arc. Seeing Domino effectively be a walking final destination moment was a genuine treat, especially for someone who grew up um, a fan of her character. There's other guest um, characters, but those are surprises. I don't want to ruin this, um, ruin with spoilers. All in all, it was a great time. Uh, with more than a few surprising moments, 10 out of 10 IGN. Well, just kidding, IGN gave it a 7.8 out of 10, which is insulting, but they're shit. So, I don't know. Have a good day. So, yeah, I got I to agree with that. Uh, the cable arc was great. Um, we I guess we said it already, all yeah. the characters nailed Sometimes it. Sometimes I wonder if um, maybe, like, Deadpool would be really annoying if it was just him. And so having other characters there to be like, fuck, you're obnoxious is, like, yeah. really, really helpful. I really am salty about one character in Deadpool, <laughs> which I won't talk about here, yeah. but I'll talk about it on the on the spoiler cast. I'm just booty tickled. Yeah. Like, my heart fell out of my ass, kind of booty tickled, but then I was like, it's okay, yeah. I guess. This is fine. This is all fine. Yeah. There's, I guess, let me say, I, I wanted to tell both of you this in the DMs, but I was like, no, I better not. And so, I guess, dear listener, if you don't want to hear what I want to say, just just maybe, like, skip ahead a couple minutes. Um, but it's not really a spoiler, but the trailer is a lie. Yeah. I didn't and really see the trailer. They... <laughs> so... <laughs> oh, yeah, the, the trailer is a lie. There is there is deliberate filmed things in the, for the trailer to make you think something's going to happen and doesn't happen. So, um, just... If you want to walk into uh, the movie with that knowledge, the trailer is a lie. The trailer is a lie. And when you get out of it, you're going to yeah. be booty tickled. You're going to be like, I yep. really wanted to see this. And now, instead, yeah. I have butt hurt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so thanks for writing in, John. I'll take the next one because it's made for me. Um Final Fantasy XIV <laughs> apologist at Lost Panda, our own co-host, um, hey. says, I don't know why, but I 
never, ever been able to handle people comparing SMT, meaning Shin Megami Tensei, games to the Persona spinoffs. Holy shit, son. Like, I get that Strange Journey is a spinoff in itself, but it retains the first-person dungeon crawler base. The last time a Persona game was anywhere near similar to other SMT games was back in Persona 1 and Persona 2. Stop with this, oh golly, is this new Shin Megami Tensei game a more hardcore Persona? Because yes, yes it is. And then some assorted key smashing. This bothers me too, um, <laughs> because it's it's sort of like the Dark Souls of X kind of meme, where it's like, is yeah. this the Persona? Is this Shin Megami Tensei game the Persona of blah blah? And it's like, no, like Persona <laughs> is the Shin Megami Tensei of Persona. Like it's a spinoff, yeah. but Persona is the one that got uber popular, so people kind of forget about its connection to Shin Megami yeah. Tensei. And like the first couple that came out were released as Shin Megami Tensei Persona. But I think Persona 5 doesn't have that um, subtitle because it doesn't need it because Persona is really popular now. Persona, so people are kind of, yeah. they, they've forgotten their heritage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just really happy that uh, Nikki's actually But has she played she it though? Because... Yeah, she didn't say she played it. She, she just, just said saying... that she has it. Yeah. She hasn't played it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I'm going to put our uh, Shin Megami Tensei Strange Journey death pool on the table here. What's the likelihood that Nikki's actually yeah. going to play it? <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, We're bad friends, last. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Nikki. We love you, sorry. <laughs> I'll take this last uh, imported salt from Adrian Alvarez at Rainer1337. Um, hey. I'm very salty this week. I am salty. Because I bought Dishonored 2 Limited Edition, which came with Dishonored 1. Unfortunately, the code for Dishonored 1 was expired. Which means if I want to play Dishonored 1 on my PS4, I would have to buy it at the same price I bought Dishonored 2. That sucks also, so hard. Yeah, that does suck. Also, I've been called out by you nerds about the fact that I wanted some props from the <laughs> Warcraft movie. So let me explain some things. First reason. I know the movie is not good, but it's still better than the Resident Evil movies. And the trash that Uwe Bull made. Can, can saying, I... Better than garbage is still garbage sometimes. Yeah, we talked. This is like, <laughs> this was better than Age of Ultron. Um, and second for me, it's for me, it's more than I'm just, it's more than just the movie. I followed the Warcraft series for a long time until WoW came out. And seeing the characters I grew up with on the big screen was pretty cool. Seeing the banners, armor, etc. These games in physical form is almost surreal if you're not a cosplayer. Plus, it gives WoW fans how um, how everything started since they're not going to play the RTS games from the 90s. I guess, but if, if they made an Overwatch movie, I wouldn't go see it. <laughs> yeah, me like, either. <laughs> like aren't they thinking about making an overwatch movie and i'm not gonna see Probably. it are they? yeah and i don't I'm give a there. shit and i love overwatch so i just video if they made a dark souls so or a bloodborne movie i would aggressively avoid it <laughs> yeah like i just there's i have i video game movies are just bad they're just bad like they're yeah. I, they're awful so take it from the person who saw ass creed like there's there's just it's just never a good idea there's just even, not enough there even the yeah. ones that aren't awful are just boring and shitty like yeah you're like uh i guess this wasn't the worst movie i've ever seen in my life but it's also not good yeah like yeah i was gonna say the only movie i could think that was kind of good was mortal Kombat. it wasn't but good. it didn't age it well wasn't good. not at all it was just funny yeah 
<laughs> I mean, at the time, compared to Street Fighter, it was like Street okay, Fighter with like Jean Claude Van Gaille. And then, <laughs> oh my god, I've been thinking about the the Mortal Kombat movie a lot. And freaking uh, M Bison. Also, Street uh, Fighter is funny. <laughs> that dude from Mortal Kombat yeah, but, like, was the dad in Teen Wolf, and I can't not think about it. He's like, wasn't Chris? He's like, wasn't that a Highlander? Wasn't. Uh... Connor McLeod. Yeah, he was riding. <laughs> Mortal Kombat. Yeah, Christopher Lambert. Yeah, and then he's uh, 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 uh with his electric finger. <laughs> but it's still better than freaking Gomez Adams and Bison. Oh my god! Like, no, that was hilarious. Shut up. Like, <laughs> it was hilarious. No, it was bad. No, it wasn't. I have seen the Mortal Kombat movie, will... but I have not seen the Street Fighter movie. For so... you, the day that M. Bison oh, graced your village was the most important day of your life. <laughs> but for me, it was Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? God. And then who is it that turns into Blanca? I don't fucking Downs know. All I remember Blanca, from that movie is like, M. Bison. What is happening? I didn't even know there was a Street Fighter. Yeah. Oh, my, oh my god. There's two, and one's boring and bad, yeah. and one's hilarious and bad. Which one is the yeah. hilarious and bad one? The one with M. Bison. The one with yeah, John claude Van Damme. Damme yeah, and, and, uh, and Gomez Adams as M. Bison. Yeah. Wow, Julia. You know what's funny is that um, Machinima put out a really good Street Fighter series, though. Like, surprisingly good. Um, I think it's a, a Fist of the Assassin or something like that. Um, <laughs> strangely, was actually really good. But, um, yeah, they're... But then again, that's like a web series, which is different than like them trying to make this blockbuster hit. But anyways, hey, um, Adrian, I kind of defended you when I said, yes, the movie was probably crap, but maybe because you're like a Warcraft fan and it was cool actually seeing the armor and the swords. I mean, that's why you're like, yo, to own like a master of arms made kind of (laughs) weapon would be cool. So come on, man, show us some credit. We did try to show you some love. We weren't. 100% a hundred percent. Oh, roasting you know. You. Speaking of Street Fighter, I just had a, a thought about this. So you know, um, you know, uh, Nicki Minaj dropped her tra- track "Chun Li," right? And Chun-Li. it actually goes yeah. pretty hard. Um, however, <laughs> I knew it was going to be problematic the moment I heard it because I was like, "This is gonna, this is gonna turn into some racist shit <sighs> in the video." I can just feel it in the force. And then the video came oh. out. And it was slightly questionable. And then she started doing the live performance. And it was 100% that fucking weird, like, stereotypes of Chinese people performance, right? And I know a lot of um, people who uh, were claiming, like, complaining about it. Because they're like, I really like Nicki Minaj, but I'm really sad. Like, a lot of people who are Chinese, like, complaining about it. And other people were like, it was choreographed by an Asian person, so shut the fuck up. Like, one Asian person being okay with it makes it okay, like, for every single Asian person out there. But it also made me sad, because there's, like, she has this one outfit in the video that she also wears, and it's, like, this dope version of Chun-Li's outfit, right? And I'm just like, why... Why couldn't you have just gone for, like, a Street Fighter-themed video? Because I... And, like... Like, how much money does it cost to make fucking Ken's outfit or whatever? Like, just fucking... Like, these outfits are not that complex. And, like, just go with your, like, dope Chun-Li outfit. Because then it's, like, cosplay, you know? And a lot of people were like, why didn't she just go the fucking Street Fighter route, you know? And, like, I'm just bummed because 
Instead, it became, like, this stereotype thing, but also we could have had, like, a dope-ass Street Fighter-themed music video, and I'm sad that that didn't happen. So is it, like, an official video, or is it that one where she's rapping on the couch? She has two videos. She has that one that came out for Chun-Li and another video that came out for Chun-Li. That's, like, official. Yeah, that's an official video. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've seen the one she was on the couch, and I'm like, is no, this No, she, she came out with a second okay. version, and then the live performance was just one of those things where it's like, oh, really? Like, you're going to Katy Perry this? Like, um... we're going to we're gonna watch this? When we all, we, we could have had a dope fucking, like, Street Fighter video? Like, I don't, I don't know. It was just weird. And, like, especially since Nicki Minaj talks so much about cultural appropriation, and then, like... To go and do this, like, very stereotype of what, like, Chinese culture is, is very weird, um, on her part. But, yeah. I, yeah. I I think we could have had some, like, cool, like, fighting dance choreography. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah, especially with, like, how, like, iconic, like, Chun-Li is, too. Like. Like. Like, she was the first woman kicking ass and taking names and. Like, when you say people who don't even play Street Fighter know who Chun-Li is. Chun Li, yeah. exactly, yeah. Like I don't even play video games with yeah. Chun Li, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of fucked up. That's what the oh, that Warcraft sucks. whole movie, and then moving into Street Fighter reminded me. Yeah, I guess with that, thank you everyone for your imported salt. Um, we appreciate it. We love it when y'all write in. And um, with that, where can we find everybody on the internet? Kay, we'll start with you. You can find me on Twitter and Twitch as Humanity Upgrade, and on Facebook as Curlfeather Cosplay. And Jesse, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter as at Filthy Wizard and on Tumblr as Filthy Magic User. Hey, and you can find me on Twitter as Jake underscore Lionheart. Um, I have all my links there. And um, I, another Spotify song. Yay. So Yay. thank you everyone for listening to that first song. <laughs> and so like, uh, so it's a song called Wolves at Her Throat. And um, it's it's a really important song to me. And I, you know, I hope everyone checks it out, like, at least once. Like, I would really appreciate it. Like, usually I don't want to be like, please listen to my music. But if you listen to any song, like, please, like, listen to this one. Like, I would rather be remembered for this song than um, freaking my shitty-ass McCree rap song. As much as that got played on Blizzard, like... Um, it's on Spotify, so look for Jake Lionheart, and that's me pimping myself out. Now let me pimp out the podcast. You can go on Twitter and find us and talk to us and DM us your imported salt at Podcast Salt. You can uh, find us on iTunes. Uh, give us a, a rating, a review. Um, you know what? Uh, we always say five star. Be for real. It's like, if you think we need work, maybe like, hey, here's a three. This is what I think y'all could do better. Even that, we'll take it. Um, we're also on Spotify and um, Fireside.fm. FM, yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, yo, please go watch the Budborn streams on K's Twitch. They're freaking hilarious and fun, and um, especially the ones over the weekend. Like you're gonna have a good time. I had a good, have a time, good time watching, watching you slowly leave my mind. <laughs> I'm telling y'all, if you love Bloodborne, y'all gonna have a blast. Um, Major Major and Bum Wrecker are my heroes. You <laughs> <laughs> go watch it. So go, please go do that. And um, if you want to support our show, like many of you have, you can do that on Kofi. So if you go to ko-fi.com forward slash salt report, um, you can leave us a, a coffee donation and help Hold us on. Uh, pay our Papa Smurf. Breaking news. 
Uh-oh, Bricky. Never forget that Taika Waititi, was in, um, with an American accent, was Ryan Reynolds' best friend in Green Lantern. What? <laughs> what? Yeah. I'm sorry. No way. I'm sorry to interrupt. This is very important. This is important information that I have to verify This is right really now. important and, and related to the salt Holy report. Holy crap, he was! <laughs> oh, man. It was him. It was fucking... It was Taika Waititi with an American accent. In Green Lantern. Why did I just get chills right now? Because we <laughs> just saw some Marvel fucked just up keeps shit. casting the same five people. <laughs> I, Yo, I, this is some full circle. Keep I poaching shit. actors like, from other movies. They're like, hold on, we're stealing this. Yeah, I thought you guys should know <laughs> because I saw it and I was like, holy shit! Hold on, yeah. stop the presses! I just saw some <laughs> shit and it needs to be talked about. So, yeah, that's why because I was actually just telling my wife when she was like, hey, who's that kid that was playing um, Russell? And I was like, oh, that's funny because she was like, oh, I saw him in the preview for was it the hunt for the Wilderkin or whatever that movie's called? Yeah, that's directed by um, Taika. And I was all telling her, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's kind of funny. I'm like, that movie did so well for Taika that Marvel was like, would you come direct Thor? And then Ryan Reynolds was like, oh, that kid did so well in that movie. Can we get him for Deadpool? So I was like, I thought it was funny that this Taika movie got them each jobs. Yeah, and it was kind of funny that they were like, here's this kid from New Zealand who's going to play. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's it's wa- fucking I kinda wild. I want to watch Green Lantern. No, you don't. No, no you don't. You don't want to watch Green Lantern. What the fuck? Let me let me put it this way. You know when uh, they were talking about all, like, did you see the, the, the uh, David Beckham joke yeah. that they had? I have all those movies that uh, David Beckham and uh, Ryan Reynolds is apologizing for because I think Ryan Reynolds is a good Twitter boy and I want to support him. Even, even he doesn't want you to support stuff. that movie. <laughs> I have them all. I even have his like sci-fi nines movie. Have you seen that one? Oh my God. He's a God. I... Him and Melissa McCarthy. No, that movie and, was and fucking McCarthy. deleted from the universe. You're the only person <laughs> who remembers it. You're, <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're the only person. Right Every other copy has been burned off this planet. <laughs> I'm gonna take, Jake, I'm gonna take a picture with all my Ryan Reynolds movies right now. <laughs> oh my god! Please just splay them around you, like <laughs> <laughs> swim like a snow angel in them. I even got that creepy one where he's like working at a factory and he kills all those women. Was that one? Why do you like Ryan? I he's a good Twitter. Listen, I have never even heard of these movies. Look, I really liked uh, after after Star Wars uh, came out. I was like, oh, I really like this actor Adam Driver, and I watched This Is Where I Left You, which is This Is Where I Leave You, which is a terrible movie, by the way, and that one with Daniel Radcliffe, which was an okay movie. But I people were like, you should watch Girls, and I was like, I would rather fucking skateboard into a pit of snakes then watch girls like i just won't go there i won't there are just some things i won't do for love i'll do anything for love but i won't do that that. (laughs) anyway i'm like you're gonna watch them in uh, black Klansmen. no i I mean maybe like some people are not gonna go see that movie because they don't like that adam driver was a marine or whatever um 
But even though he then went on a tour talking about how his motivation for joining the Marines was messed up and how he's changed over the years and blah, 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 blah. And like, and now he's doing good things for the Marines. Yeah. And like, um, but like, I'm like, but also that movie has a very diverse cast and is directed by a black man. So you're just not going to go see it. You're not going to (laughs) support this movie because of this one white dude. I don't understand. Is this activism? (laughs) like butterfly butterfly (laughs) or is it a pigeon anyway anyways yeah tangent at the end of the show um thank you everybody for listening and we hope you enjoyed that last tangent and we'll see you all next week Bye. bye